Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up, donkeys? Happy Monday. Junkies back with you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. We appreciate you listening to us on 910 The Fan in Richmond, VA. And we are streaming live on the Odyssey app. You can take us on the go wherever you may be. You can also check us out on the TV side on the Monumental Sports Network. Presented by Crop Metcalf, the official heating and cooling company of the Junkies. Looking to be their next five-star HVAC technician or plumber. Just visit CropMetcalf.com to join their team. We thank you for tuning in this Monday morning, January 8th, 2024. I'm John Paul Flame. Joined by Eric Bickle. Good morning. Good morning. Johnny Cakes Allville's here. That's a black Monday to you, JP. It's black. <laughs> so you know. And Jason Bishop's What's here. What's up? What that is, is up? the foursome. Yes, we are all four here uh-huh. on what <laughs> yep. should be a historic day for the Washington Commanders franchise. We'll be <laughs> waiting for the news throughout the day of when Ron Rivera will officially be let go. It is a Misery Monday, branded as a Misery Monday, presented by Chiniga Mayos to win the mission of careers with MIOS.com. Although a lot of people would say a hopeful Monday because the Ron Rivera era will come to an inglorious end. We had 13 of those Misery Mondays. So <laughs> that's, that's a lot, lot of them. None that of us all... predicted 13. I want to say Drab predicted 12. Wow. Was You'd Drab... have to check the bet book, but I think he might have had 12? them at 5 and 12. That's impressive, Drabby. You guys killed me back in August. May have. That it's impossible. <laughs> In fact, I was too generous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were too I don't optimistic. know that anybody predicted, though, eight losses in a row. No. This team started the season 2-0. No. and o. Nobody thought that would happen. 2-0, and, and there was some hope. And then they did drop the 2-2, two and two, but they had the moral victory against the Eagles, and then it all went downhill after fi- that. These are your official preseason predictions. These were updated, it looks like. Maybe August 12th, 2023, unless I can't read the, the writing at the top of the page. I had the commanders coming in at 7 and 10. Mm-hmm. EB was the high water mark at 10 and 7. Mm-hmm. Uh, JP at 7 and 10. Drab t shirt, 5 and 12. Valdez has a 9 and 8 with an asterisk underneath that says no playoffs. Uh-huh. <laughs> and. Bishop's Bishop's column is mysteriously empty. No, I was seven and ten. I, I was gone the, that week. Okay, you've updated but I, somewhere. I, I remember saying seven and ten. That's why I went over the six and a half for the season total. Yeah, because I thought they'd be seven and ten. But obviously, I was a big loser I mean, on that. What a spectacular though <laughs> crash to the season. Ron Rivera ends his career one game under five hundred, assuming he does get fired <laughs> That's a today. He gets, he gets whacked. I mean. 
Is there one person on the planet that thinks he's going to survive? No. How, how about those comments one he made? Optimist. He doesn't even. <laughs> no, the, I the know, comments that he made um, earlier in the week, where he said, "For the first three and a half years, I managed." Right. And for the last seven weeks, I coached. Right. So well, we you got, went zero and seven. Doors blown. <laughs> right. You got beat weeks. pretty badly in those seven yeah. games. Yeah. It was just a, it was a horrible season. And he fits right in with his predecessors. I went back and looked at it and looked at the winning percentages. Yeah, not a lot of good ones there. So starting with Spurrier, he was twelve and twenty. That was a thirty-seven point five percent winning percentage. Right. Gibbs then came back. Gibbs 2.0 was the most successful coach really in the last 20 years. He was sub 500 at 30 and 34, but that was the high water market, 46.9% winning percentage. You hang that in the Louvre compared to the rest of these numbers you're going to spit out. Zorn was 12 and 20, same as Spurrier, Mm 37.5% winning percentage. Shanahan, exact same (laughs) winning percentage, just double the amount at 24 and 40. Gruden... Second most successful at 41.8% winning percentage at 35, 49, and 1. But Ron Rivera is going to end his four seasons at 26, 40, and 1. I would always round those numbers up, too. Isn't Ron's percentage like 39.6? Like, I'll give him 40. I'll just give it. Ron gets 40. I have it as (laughs) 39.3. Okay. Well, we talked about this last Don't week. Don't round that one up. You made point five or higher, you round it up. I kind of throw out the Zorn Sperrier because they were only here two years. But so the the coaches that were here for four years and the, the ones you mentioned, I would say Rivera was worse than all of those because at least those coaches had at least one winning season. Right. No, he he's and, had and, six and Rivera, straight losing seasons. And Rivera didn't. And so. he, he ends with his, a 500 season, to be fair. There were 500 last year. He ends his head coaching tenure in the NFL. I mean, nobody's going to hire him as a head coach. With the worst mark of his entire career at 4-13. and 13. Yeah. Worse than anything he, he had done previously here in Washington. Yeah. Worse than anything that happened in Carolina. Well, I have a, I, 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 I've been thinking a lot about this because I haven't been at work here for, <laughs> for two weeks. And hey, it, the boys are back in town. By the play, Thin Lizzy coming in next. <laughs> next it's break. interesting because fans. I don't want to dance on Ron's professional grave, right? So I I feel kind of bad, but he, I mean, clearly he's going to be let go. He's going to get like seven or eight million dollar golden parachute, though. Mm-hmm. Guy probably made forty, fifty million bucks while he's here, so don't cry for him. But I I don't want to be too giddy about a guy and a staff when they're all going to get fired because yeah. they're all getting fired, right? Um. It, it's a very disappointing season. Like, I, I had him at 10 wins. Um, I didn't see this. I thought the quarterback play would be much better. I thought Sam w- had a very, very strong first half. Second half was miserable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know where to start. I'm not. A lot of fans are giddy because we have the second pick. I'm not giddy. Um, I'm not giddy that they're getting fired. I think today's like a sad day. It's not a, it's not, it's not a fun day for me. You could say a it's a sad day, but I think fans have hope because you'll move on. And eventually, in the next couple of weeks, you'll have a new GM. There's no reason to think you'll it'll be particularly better. You'll we, have have a, we have a different owner, no, no, but it's, it's but just you'll have, 20 years of crap. You, you should have hope in that you'll have a new regime. Hopefully they get it right. You'll have the number two pick where it'll you can draft a, a quarterback. A it doesn't take a miracle. It takes a miracle. It doesn't take a miracle. It didn't take a miracle for the Houston Texans. That is awful thinking. The Houston yeah. Texans got a new head coach, and they drafted a quarterback with the number two pick. It's and they're miracle. in the playoffs. I would say it was a miracle. It's not a miracle. It happens every year. Teams turn it around. It doesn't happen This team here. hasn't done it. I'm not giddy. I don't think well, the future is particularly bright. Uh, I think the future is as mediocre as it's ever been. I saw. I saw. <laughs> I hope we the roster, get home The run. roster is really bad. The roster is bad. The roster is awful. Yeah. However, You're starting from scratch. They have you the are. number two pick. They have uh, several picks in the top 100. Could be RG3 again. 
It could. Or it could of be, course it, it could be. Chase Young again. It could be. But you can't have that attitude when That's the way you're in is. a good you position. Like Listen, he, I, I was looking at somebody, an NFL insider, I think it was an ex-GM, who tweeted in terms of vacancies for the GM. Mm-hmm. Now, it was speculative because they don't know for sure which teams Nobody are going to be looking for a GM. Nobody knows going to be a good GM. Nobody knows. They ranked the position as the most attractive. The commanders having all the picks, having the cap space. Sure. So but you, you pick, can be hopeful. you got to pick the right guy, and then that guy's got to be lucky. He's got to hit on his picks. He's got to hit on his hires. It's a miracle, in my opinion. I've, I'm so dejected. I think it's a miracle if you could pull it off. It's not really a miracle. Like certain franchises, the Ravens figure it out. Year and after and year look, after year. You know the Harris they wants, haven't had turnover in 20 years. from the They're Ravens like, organization. He's already done it. Maybe yeah. he'll do more of it going forward. I, why would they leave to come here? I guess money. Overpay them. Yeah. Money. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you do. Money. That's, yeah, that's how it's done. Yeah, but uh, there's a lot of giddiness in here. There's no, no giddiness right giddy, here. Not, this guy right here, not giddy. <laughs> well, because you're, sad the, day. you're the biggest guy, fan. And I can see why you'd say that because you f- kind of feel for look ron we said this last week right kicks right ron really nice guy super nice we like ron as a person he was a bad coach the staff wasn't good right but i don't understand what you're saying i mean ron's set he doesn't have to worry about money yeah he's but fine some of those other guys they're, they're not sad. set they're not no, set they need to learn they got to go Pick find up their another families. job they're going to have to go you know what i mean they have kids right they got to go find another job new schools right, new right. homes new jobs well, so that's I, understand a sad what, day. I understand what you're saying it's a sad day also, for as them also fa- as a fan of the organization to go through it um, this season was miserable yeah um and you know at one point i really had a lot of hope for how and then the play just deteriorated in the second half so much that i can't even fathom it right it was bad um, really bad and so we're just like literally started like we have nothing to build on the most positive <laughs> thing we have to build on is basically a 30 year old rec- receiver who's like the classiest guy in the league <laughs> well, but that's like all well, we got well, like you have multiple you... picks you have the number 2 pick overall you have the tons picks of are cap all space. prospects let's and just hope. hopefully you're going to have a competent gm slash coach Taking over. Good luck. I hope we find one. Look, I'm not saying they're going to have 10 or 11 wins next season, but hopefully they're more competitive than 4-13, and then you start building on it. This is what you got to hope. As long as you hit on that number two pick. Well, that's what you 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 got to hope. All we've done is whiff on picks. All we do is whiff on picks, (laughs) including the number two pick. A bad personnel department led by Ron, whiffing on picks left and and right. Mike Shanahan was here. We whiffed on it. I mean, we whiff on picks here like no other team. At some point, though. It's been so bad for 20-plus years. At some point, it's got to go right. That's the way I would think. At some you point, you're going to hit. It's the do theory. I can't. Uh, do theory At some great. point, that number two That's pick, whatever reason. quarterback they take, uh, whether it's Caleb or May or whoever, at some point, it's got to hit. Aren't you going to feel more confident with whoever they select at number two at quarterback than you were in Sam Howell? Maybe if they got to protect him. Maybe they got to protect him. He's got to have weapons. Okay, they got to have a defense. Yeah. I've never seen that defense yesterday. Well, was atrocious. I can't believe well, I'm sitting here right now. Start. I still can't believe that defense that all of us in here thought was guaranteed top ten. No one thought worse than top ten. Finished like it's the worst. Here's the nobody here's, in here thought that who was playing in the secondary yesterday. I know. I, mean, I didn't recognize half they, the names. Jonathan Allen, Jonathan Allen, who we're <laughs> gonna have on the show Cox tomorrow, is. he didn't even play. Here's why you should be giddy. Because they're taking their boot and they're kicking Ron out the door and they're getting rid of the guy who who would look at his off. Let's just pick offensive line. He would look at his offensive line and say, "Yeah, that, that's good enough. We're gonna keep, we're running back with my Panthers guys, or we're gonna sign Nick Gates to a big deal." Like, 
Those days are done. You're going to hopefully have a guy Thanks, who I understand values that. the offensive line and each position group. But and I've been through this. Them. You don't understand. I've been through this so many times. I understand. We brought Mike Shannon here. I was getting Charlie Brown trying to trying to kick the football. I, I, I've been Lucy through this every time. I bring Joe Gibbs back. Joe Gibbs version two. Sorry, yeah, but, he was mediocre. Yeah, was and he was Snyder. the best that we've had All in twenty five years. Snyder. Yeah. Like Ron is the last remnant of of the Dan Snyder. Josh Harris group. is not God. I'm not no. saying he's, he's a God. regular guy. I'm just saying he's better than Dan Snyder. Okay, we, I can I can say that. Well, we'll see. As an owner, we'll see. We we'll don't know see. yet. The we work, don't know yet. I'll, you know what? I'll, As a I'll person, just, yes. I will just bet blind right now that at the end of Josh Harris's ownership reign, he'll have a better record than Dan Snyder's record. Well, that's like uh, Jay right, Gruden's record being better than Ron's. I mean, you I don't mean, know. I mean, but, but, I mean, how many, how many playoffs does Snyder go to? Five. So Harris will go to more than five playoffs. Let me say this: If he's in power as long as Snyder. A coach makes a huge difference. Ron Rivera turns out to be is one of the worst coaches. Of course. Mm-hmm. So look at what has happened in Cleveland. Kevin Stefanski this season used five different quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Five. Now, they tossed in Driscoll at the end. Yeah. All right. But along the way, they it's went from Sean Watson the quarterback. to Josh Dobbs that. to Flacco. My it's point is. so much. They had a coach so that makes more. a difference. Okay. And I understand they have a really good defense. Don't you think Bill Belichick's a great coach? Yeah. He can't win with that without his quarterback. <laughs> quarterback. Right, but it's, it's not huge. just coach. I understand you have to hit both. Well, but here's why there's hope. They, they know now Sam's not the guy. They know that. All right? They're well aware. He had a nice three-game stretch. I was on the fence with Sam after that three-game stretch. And then he came crashing back down to earth. When they started playing some good, uh, better defenses, he finishes the year one to one all year. When I would say he was close to one to one, you mocked me. He ended up exactly twenty-one touchdowns, twenty-one interceptions. Yeah. Too many negative plays. You can't move forward with him as the guy. Oh, everyone knows that. Those in there too. Although we took a lot of calls last week, and I was shocked at how many there's still howlers howlers that are still out there that said, "You know what? He's still the guy." Yeah, but they're dwindling in numbers. There might be a few left, but I mean, I was just surprised last week. Some wind has been taken. But you're right. They're going to make a. They're going to draft. They could draft whoever they want. Right. They're going to draft a quarterback, and you just have to hope. In the world, good luck to them. You have to hope (laughs) as a fan that. This one finally hits, yeah. and they've got, and they've got a. It won't bu- hit without a low offensive line. Won't hit without help. I'm not it, saying why. Why did CJ Stroud? CJ Stroud didn't. CJ Stroud didn't inherit a great defense. offensive line. I'm not saying it won't that they help don't need help. If they, if they call up 80-20 past the run ratio, they, let me tell you something. This well, coaching staff, they won't be doing other that. Other than year. playing, how they did him no benefit. They did him no favors. Yeah, they did him no favors. And I'm not saying they don't have other holes to fill. They do. I get it. But you got to start there. And they've got a bunch well, of draft picks. Well, they're clearly going to draft the quarterback. How many p- draft picks they have in the top 100? I think it's like five. Five or six. And they've got a bunch of money to spend in free agency. So, good. Yeah, we'll you got out the best college players in the country. you got to pluck. Good luck. Good guy. I know. I'm just saying. As a fan, you should say, all right, we're going to start over. Let's see if we can get better. Start over and just more years of just <laughs> pit- pitifulness. 800-636-1067 is the number. You want to call us in the MGM National Harbor. Listener lines will open up the phone lines next. You can also text us on the Thompson Creek Windows text machine. 
Standard message and data charges may apply, and you can always tweet us at Junks Radio. Coming up at 7, John Keim joins us from ESPN.com. Kevin Sheehan, host of the Kevin Sheehan Show, will join us at 9. That's all right here on a Misery Monday, presented by Chaniga Myos. Join the mission at careers with MIOS.com. Welcome back. Junkies coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV talking about what will be Ron Rivera's last day as the head coach of the Washington Commanders, do you have your tea time tracker cakes? Well, much like Ron, it's it's limping towards the end. <laughs> yes. Because somebody knocked the ball off. Like, yeah. And it's just teetering right there. But, I mean, the look, we knew this date all along. Once once Harris didn't fire him <laughs> midseason or, you know, midway through the real death spiral of the season, you knew Ron was going to make it to Black Monday. And here he is. Yeah. I, I don't know if but you saw this. He's not today. I don't know if you saw this. I put this on our social media accounts on X, Junks Radio, um, Facebook.com slash the Junks, and there were hundreds and hundreds of responses. What do you think was the best moment of the Ron Rivera era and the worst? To me, the worst, and it was indicative of the entire era, was him not knowing the team was was eliminated from the past. I was going to say that. That jumps to mind. And the best would just be... Making the playoffs in season one, the the little glimmer of hope there with Heineke, yeah, like Heineke diving for the pylon. Yes, that, that, that be, was. I would say Heineke <laughs> diving for the pylon. That, that one, that one play, right? And then I was. They just, lost the game. I know. Just it was just exciting, <laughs> yeah, but, just because. that moment, though, all it was was losing under Ron. So you have to find. <laughs> some I don't sort have of any highlights. You don't have I a high. Have, no. A lot of people were wise ass and said the high is today when he gets fired. It's a good take. And the low was when he got hired. Um, it's not a terrible day. I know a, you're trying to frame it as it's a terrible. It's, it's a, a terrible day because you just you're starting over from scratch. Everyone thinks that's the greatest thing yeah, but ever. But would better, you rather continue? No, say it's better no, than going forward. No, it's a necessary no, evil. You're just you're you're reflecting on how loser you it's are. Just, it's just, <laughs> that's it's, that's why it stinks. Listen, you got to fire everyone, of course, but it's a necessary evil. But it, there's, no, there's no guarantee that, it's, that there's roses on the other side. Or there's of course sun, not. A sunrise on the other side. It could just there's be no another guarantee. 20 there's, years there's of not, hell. There's, there's no guarantee of that, but there's the promise of something there's better. Hope. over over the, the hill. The promise? What? You mean the, the hope. Yes. yes. Yeah. The hope. Exactly. Right. You have hope. And I it, hope and this it, season. And it's probably... <laughs> 50-50 on quarterback. He's not a hopeful look, look, thinker. Look at quarterback I this year. this season. Jay, look, I had a top five, top five defense. Look, yeah. look at the quarterbacks <laughs> this year. If you took Bryce Young, you're wondering, was that the right move? Yeah. Obviously. But if you got C.J. Stroud, you're feeling damn good. You feel great. <laughs> I mean, the guy just led I mean, you to the playoffs. If you're the Texans, you're, you couldn't be happier that uh, the Carolina Panthers ownership group is idiotic. They traded away all of those assets to move up. <laughs> And not pick C.J. Stroud. <laughs> they traded away multiple picks. They moved up the board. And they they picked, at least in year one, what appears to be the wrong guy. The biggest yeah. sin, really, in the Ron Rivera era, in retrospect, and people said it was the right move at the time, was drafting Chase Young. Absolutely. It was the biggest sin, and it carried on throughout his tenure. Them trying to figure out quarterback. All right, year one, you almost give him a pass, except he didn't draft the guy who he could have drafted. Either right. Tua or Herbert would have been a difference. Mm-hmm. And then patchwork the next couple of seasons with Fitzpatrick and Wentz. Bust, I mean, bust. And then it, this year, he just rolled it with Hal. And there were some nice moments. I mean, there was a three-game stretch where I think he had eight touchdowns with only three interceptions. Yep. And then mm-hmm. after that, it just crashed and burned. But if Ron had any, sort of, and if he had any sort of real personnel chops... 
he would have walked in. He would have saw. He would have seen Dwayne Haskins play for about five or ten minutes, and then he should have had a meeting with Dan Snyder and say, "Look, I know this was your personal pet pick because your kid went to high school with Dwayne Haskins, but he can't be my quarterback." Yeah. So you you made this pick. It was a bad pick. Uh, I'm going to pick either Tua or Justin Herbert, and we're going to set sail with one of those. Do two you guys. think if that was? Do you think if it Tua wasn't was hurt? Do you think if it wasn't um, Snyder's? Pick at number at whatever what was it 15 10, 15? or sixteen something like that. Yeah, and I'm talking about Chase Young. Oh, Chase was yeah. If, if most, Haskins was still on the team, yeah. I think most so teams Snyder, would have taken Chase there, even though it busted. Most I'm just teams if, would if have Ron taken, had if Ron that. had 100 power during that draft, which I don't think he did, mm-hmm. uh, because Haskins was still on the team, and they played That's Haskins the for five or six games. Right? Most teams right. don't. The, the the Cardinals did it. Yeah. Right with the kid from UCLA, Rosen, Josh Rosen. Most teams don't give up on their first round draft picks after one year. I know. So I'm just they, wondering if if it was it, totally up to him if he would have said, "I can't work with Haskins. Mm-hmm. I got to go quarterback here instead of Chase." It would have been interesting, but he didn't. You know, I think he took the job knowing he had to try to fix. Yeah, to fix Haskins. Haskins yeah. Probably gave him the job to start. Yeah. Um, I would have just said that. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay with Haskins. I would have signed my contract. <laughs> I would have. Yeah, I would have reneged. It's hard. Yeah. It's I just hard. think Ron Rivera is spectacularly bad at his job. Like, give the Commanders Brian Dable. Would they have won four games this year? Sorry, they would have won six or seven. With that roster, I don't know, bro. No, I think I they would have won more. They would have had a better maybe, balance uh, attack. Who knows? They would have won more. Of course, they would have won. I mean, he's he a, did. He's a terrible. He's a terrible head coach. He's, he's, I think the least. He's with allegedly the an offensive guy, and he took over the defense after he canned Jack Del Rio, and they wound up with a minus one hundred eighty nine point differential. That's yeah. the How third. Many, that's the third worst in NFL history. Did they improve upon their points per game defensively? Or I don't worse? know, but I, I don't see how they could have. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they had a a, a minus. Oh, hold on, they allowed five hundred eighteen points a season. You know yeah. what the second worst team was for points allowed? The Cardinals, four hundred fifty-five. Not even close. Yeah. I mean, that's a huge chasm between part of one it, and two. Part of it is, and I know you hate the term, the complimentary football term. Oh, I hate it. Part Heard of it is that the yesterday. offense put them in bad Heard, spots. Moose Johnson. I mean, yesterday it, it wasn't necessarily just the offense, but when you get a punt blocked yeah. and the team starts on the five-yard line or whatever, the odds are they're going to score. You know what I mean? When you when you throw a bunch of pick sixes, yeah. when you throw interceptions all the time, your defense is put in bad spots. Now, I'm not saying the defense is any good. It's not. The defense was proven to be terrible. One of the worst in the history of the game yeah. as you're bringing up the points per game. But the Where offense did them no favors. Third worst of all time. Third worst. Yeah. All time. By the way, early in the game, That's nuts. I, I, <laughs> all the tankers had to be like, what are the what are the commanders doing? You knew it was a matter of time. Block. I knew I knew the dam was going to break eventually. But blocking the field goal, running it back like 60 yards. I was like, what is going on? Well, yeah, They're well, going to pick fifth or sixth now. Right. But then later, of course, C.D. Lamb well, we're gonna get Everyone's going to get their pick. Oh, they're one short away from winning the lottery. So, you know, good luck. Hey, look, it's probably 50-50. Like I said, this year's draft, you can go through a bunch of drafts. We've done it. The top picks at quarterback – it's almost a 50-50 hit rate. It is. So, right. Let's so, just assume, so you let's are assume I know everyone's assuming we're going to hit. Let's assume we miss. Because uh-huh. I'm assuming we're going to miss. Let's assume we miss. It sets you back another five years. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's going to be another five years of hell. Then you draft another this quarterback It's very again. hard keep, to get excited about a 50-50 you shot. You keep doing it until you hit. 
yeah. and you do it right. Under your, no under your thinking, though, you can't get excited until something has already happened. So you're not going to get excited. I'm not going to get excited about until any they possibility. Win games. Right. Okay. There's no reason to be. Okay, no mark that down. You will not get excited until they what, win what, eleven games. You, you got rather, excited when Sam Howell had a couple of good games this year. Would you rather pick at number two? Just say anywhere in the top five for three or four times in a twenty-year span, then go through. Well, we're going to sign Ryan Fitzpatrick, <laughs> or we're going to trade for Carson Wentz, or we're going to bring guess. in Taylor Heineke. But I feel like I, we've done that. We've had a bunch of top picks. We had RG three. We had Chase Young. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we at get quarterback specifically. Yeah. I would then you rather want, keep you, taking bites of the apple high. We, we took you had Haskins. RG3 and you won the division. Yeah. I know. I know. I thought that was going to be a home run. I really he, did. Got it. I you said it was bust proof. I thought RG3 was the answer. I have no problem with the pick. Well, like work. you said, it's it's almost an impossible position to play. you got to get really lucky. you got to be awesome. you got to have position. the right personnel guys. And the you guys around the right around coaches. Them. you got to have the right you gotta coach them up. you got to coach them up. And you got to be able to protect them. And you got to have, you know, I mean, McLaurin's not going to be here when we win. I mean, we got nothing. Okay. But, but got here's nothing. why there's we hope. Literally got right nothing. now, here's why nothing. there's hope. Right. They're moving on because they have the wrong coach, Ron Rivera. They had the wrong quarterback in Sam Howell. You know what we They're are? moving We're on. We're an expansion team. <laughs> yeah. We are no different. And that is so pathetic. We are an expansion team. We're no different than if we were just like a brand new team in like Oklahoma City. <laughs> yes. You're right. That's where we are. Correct. Because we hey, have no, starting from- nobody to, to really build on. Yep. And we have nothing in the front office, nothing on nothing. the staff. We have nothing. Nothing. You <laughs> can't build on we're Sam. A, we're an expansion Sam Cosby. team. <laughs> yeah, you're right. We're an expansion team. But that's on January 8th. February 8th. We'll April, be an expansion April 8th. team with a bunch of, you know, uh, question marks. Well, you just got to hope that those question marks turn out to be W's. I know right, everyone so, wants to be all excited, but I'm not excited. So Ron's going to be fired today. Here's what Ron said about the plans for today. Arthur Smith, by the way, coach of the Falcons, was fired already. He was so Rick yesterday. At the I end guess of the they game. didn't want to fire Ron on his birthday. <laughs> and Arthur Smith never had a season like this. He went seven and ten for three yeah. consecutive years. As bad didn't make, as he was, didn't he make never the playoffs. Had a year like this. Didn't make the playoffs ever, but seven and ten three consecutive years. Here's Ron yesterday talking about what's going to happen today. What's it like for you just knowing all that awaits and, and the other thing is do you have anything set up with Josh for tomorrow? Um, I'm not quite sure what to wait for, but um, I am going to meet with him at some point tomorrow, so we'll you know look forward to the conversation. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure was he trying to say I'm not sure what he's waiting for? Like I yeah, I, I think I think he was like, if you're just gonna fire me, fire right, just, me now. Me why know. do I need to come in? Yeah, why not to wake up? He was probably already packing his stuff like last just week. Knowing all that awaits, and, and the other thing is, do you have anything set up with Josh for tomorrow? Um, I'm not quite sure what to wait for, but um, I am going to meet with him at some point tomorrow. So we'll you know look forward to the conversation. What, what was your uh, talk to the team about uh, after the game? Well, we we met just as coaches and players, and um, for the most part, just thanked them. <laughs> he knows it's over. The of course, he's known, Harris, he's known for weeks. It's going to be a ten-second meeting. He's known why for weeks. Why would it be any longer? Yeah, here's what Ron says. Eb doesn't agree with this as to why fans should be optimistic about the future. How about this team going forward? Obviously, this year didn't work out. Why should fans be 
optimistic <laughs> about kind of the pieces that exactly. are in place going forward. Well, I think there's there, there's enough quality young players in the, in that room. I really do. Really, who? Um, but I will say one thing is that you know with what Mr. Harris is doing with this group of of, of investors coming in and 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 really mm-hmm. you know spending the the, the 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 time, the effort, the money to do things the right way. You know and. That's one of the pluses and one of the positives. You know, it's a very passionate fan base, and their expectations are big. And I think these are the kind of people that can come in and lead that. And so this is this is what I, I think they should be excited about. It's because I really do. I mean, you're going to go through some hard times. It ain't going to be easy. That's just the way it is. And this was not one of those easy times. But there's a lot of learning and a lot of growing that have gone on. And... You know, if, if there is one thing I, I really do think, uh, this ownership group is just as passionate as this fan base. Uh, they want to win, and that's something that was always made clear to me and one thing that Mr. Harris has always st- stood by, and so I got a lot of respect for that. Um, you know, they were always up front. They are always honest. So, again, I just look forward to the conversation tomorrow. Do you think Mr. Harris oh. is going to be right – he's going to be – Ready to pull the trigger, and then he's mm. gonna he's gonna look at those game balls that Ron <laughs> during the preseason win and say, "Man, I don't know, I don't know what I can do. I got such a tight bond with Ron Rivera." I actually think that uh, Harris gave him to his dog, like, a chew toy, <laughs> yeah, the backyard, the whole game balls. Yeah. yeah, just yeah, just <laughs> torn to shreds. Four and thirteen, they were two and zero. Oh. Think yeah. about how. I mean, we've yeah, been they, through bad seasons. Two, they were dicey to win. I understand that, but just think about how bad it is when you lose 13 out of 15 games. It's awful. But think about that's why you. it's such a long season. You just can't judge a team or a player by a few weeks. Right. I mean, look how different Jacksonville is now after their start. Look how different Pittsburgh is. Look at after, Philly. Look at Philly. What do you think Philly's Tom dead. would have done with this team? I mean, this is- I mean Ron Rivera is just a terrible head coach. He is. He's, yeah. the, he's the poster boy for NFL head also, coaching media. Tomlin no, wills his team yeah. to 500 or better yeah. every season. No, no, no. It's a proven uh, fact that Ron's one of the worst head coaches in the history of the game in terms of putting together winning seasons. Yeah. Right? He had four winning seasons out of 13, I think. I think that's the number. Um, Sounds right. He's horrible. And he's also a horrible personnel guy. Yeah. Now, he might be a great linebackers coach. He might be a good defensive coordinator. But he is not a personnel. Well, I don't think guy. he's a good defensive coordinator. He's definitely not uh, a good defensive he, coordinator. He was so bad at personnel, who would know? Yeah. I've yeah. said this many times. Ron Rivera was only great when Cam Newton was in his prime. Correct. And they, they picked at the top of the draft to get him. There was no real skill involved. He in got that. a fifteen and one head start on his career, right. and he still finished below five hundred. All right, let's go to the phones. Eight hundred six three six one oh six seven. You want to chime in on the MGM National Harbor list lines? Maybe you want to offer your highlight of the Rivera era <laughs> and your low no, light. There's no highlight. <laughs> Uh, had a couple of big wins. Didn't they beat? Uh, was it the Steelers were undefeated? <clears throat> they beat the Steelers. That was a nice they, win. They beat the Packers one time. Was that a Monday night game? I think that was a Monday. Yeah, night I game. think they came in here yeah, like eleven and zero. Like, didn't, didn't the Steelers have like three days rest because it was like a COVID, it was like a COVID yeah, game, yeah. <laughs> right? They played like on a Wednesday, then they had to go play again on Sunday. Not, none of it's memorable. Walter DC, what's up, buddy? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Walter. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah. yeah. So this is the thing. Um, people think quarterback is the most important thing. It's not. Coaches, right? Let's look at the Rams. Jeff Fisher lost every year with that team. McVay came. The very next year they were 11-5. Look at Alex Smith before Jim Harbaugh. He was considered an absolute bust. We are in a great position because we got a chance to hit 
ex coach, and we got a chance to hit a quarterback in the same year. You get those two things right, you never know how good the roster is until you get competent coaching. Mm. Average players can't overcome bad coaching. Only elite players can do that. And most of the league is average to good players. We get it's, the right coach and the right quarterback guys and we're in good shape. And you, you never know what next year could be. Well, you're right. If. I know. And that's what Bickle's uh, well, saying. Get, we're going to get the second best quarterback, presumably. Mm-hmm. We're not even going to get the best. Or they can move up to number one. Okay. Let's say, uh, barring a trade, they're going to get the second best quarterback. And then, you know, who knows, who knows whatever coach? coach we're going to get. Looks like Harbaugh's already going to San Diego. Uh, or not that I necessarily wanted him. Um, but I don't know. I'm amazed that everybody... <laughs> I put up a poll at Junks Radio yesterday with four choices at head coach. Bill Belichick. Um, I threw in Dan Quinn. Just okay. <laughs> threw him in. But I put Harbaugh and I put Ben Johnson. Everybody wants Ben Johnson. Everybody wants they Ben want Johnson. Young offensive like, Bill Belichick is in such disregard. <laughs> I think he got like 4% of the vote. If you look at his record, somebody did it, and they include Cleveland, without Brady, it's he makes Ron Rivera look like a Hall of Famer. <laughs> yeah. And you can't let you cannot let him You're come. Right. If you go Belichick, you can't let him come in to do the personnel. Look at how bad his personnel's been in New England the yeah. last three or four well, years. Well, that's why, I mean, Walter says you need the coach first. Well, okay, you definitely need a good coach. But I think it's almost 50-50. You need a good quarterback and you a gotta good coach. you got to have everything. you, you got to have a good coach. You can't Jason. just have a good coach. And a below average quarterback. No, no, now no, you no. can make the playoffs that way because look at what Tomlin's doing. You can't have sustained. Success. You're right. You're right. You need and, the quarterback. And you, by the way, you need a great front office. Yep. You, it, it's not just coach and it's not just quarterback. No. You need a strong. It's a, it's front a, office. It's a big. Got a hit on your draft picks. Got a hit on your free agents. Ron hit on nothing. Correct. He literally whiffed on every personnel move. Maybe other than bringing in Logan Thomas. Cosme. Cosby's been okay, but they drafted him as a tackle. They had to move him to guard. Cosby. Well, that's kind of like a Washington tradition. That happens all the time. Well, based on PFF, uh, he, was one, <laughs> he was the best player ever. 800-636-1067 is the number. It's a Misery Monday presented by Chaniga Miles. Join the mission at careers with M-I-O-S.com. Welcome back on a Misery Monday presented by Chaniga Miles. Join the mission at careers with M-I-O-S.com. We will... Give you the breaking news once it breaks, the inevitable news that Ron Rivera will be let go as the head coach of the Washington Wouldn't Commanders. Wouldn't rather have been fired yesterday? Yes, of course. I, mean, I think that's kind of bed? what he was saying. Who wants to go to bed on that? Like, you know, I don't yeah. know. I think he's, he already knows. It's, no, he's I, known I know. for weeks. It's gonna, it doesn't matter when it happens. He's, no, no, everybody knew. But yeah. it's just like it's the in, Just it's get just, it over yeah. with. Yeah. yeah. Not that there's uncertainty. Like if it's you're just, get, it's awkward. If you're going to get like a lethal I, I injection, like you really want just to get be, it to me now. I yeah. don't know why some owners decide to do it after the game and some wait until Monday or Tuesday. Right. It's like I, I would think they're probably meeting by now. Like, what would he wait well, he's, for? Well, what, what time did he say he was going to meet? Nine? Well, somebody, I don't know. John it's Allen determined. or something has a meeting at oh, nine. Okay. But, um, I just wanted to go through the teams that made the playoffs and tell me what. <clears throat> They mostly have in common. <laughs> I'm going to guess okay. where, where you're going with this. Sure. Well, it's actually two things. Okay. But, uh, we'll start with the AFC. Buffalo Bills end up winning the division uh, at 11-6. and six. Dolphins also 11-6, and six, but losing that, they end up uh, not winning the division. They'll be a wild card team. Um, Bills have a first-round quarterback in Josh Allen who mm-hmm. hit. That's correct. By the way, Dolphins have Tua, first-round pick, who hit. Didn't hit uh, right well, away, they also have but he did hit. One of the best receivers of all time. And uh, the Dolphins have who everybody thinks is this brilliant offensive coach and Mike McDaniel. We'll see how it ultimately plays out. But offensive head coach. Buffalo Bills actually have a defensive head coach. 
Mm-hmm. Ravens don't have an offensive head coach. They've got a special teams guy, right? That's Which Harbaugh's weird, but yeah, background, that's about, but yeah. first-round pick. I know it was a late first-round pick in Lamar Jackson. They got their quarterback. Texans drafted C.J. Stroud, number two, also defensive coach in D'Amico Ryans, but they got their quarterback. They finished 10-7, and seven, win the division. Uh, Chiefs, Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes um, goes hand-in-hand, of course, first-round pick. Offensive coach. Dallas Cowboys win the division at 12 and 5. If you had said the Cowboys are going to win the division a month ago, you just said crazy. I know. But the Eagles just collapsed. It's an unpredictable Cowboys win 12 and 5. Um, they've got an offensive minded head coach. Not a first round pick. Dak Prescott. No, but it worked out. Uh, Lions offensive head coach. They also have Ben Johnson, who everybody's raving about, at offensive coordinator, who everybody in D.C. He is the desirable guy. Even though nobody really knows that much about him, everybody in D.C., according to like all the social media polls, yep. they want Ben Johnson well, as the next head coach of the Commanders. Same in every other market that needs a new head coach. Mm-hmm. But offensive guy, quarterback who was drafted number one overall. The Buccaneers don't have an offensive head coach. They've got bowls. They do have a number one pick as their quarterback in Baker Mayfield, who had a resurgent year. A terrible year. division. Bad division. Yeah. Yes. But finished the year with 28 touchdowns and just 10 interceptions. Kudos to him. 49ers offensive head coach finished 12 and five. Last pick in the draft at quarterback. Last pick in the draft at quarterback. I mean, but just an overall better roster, better company. It's a better company. Yeah, yeah. But all of those teams, they have their quarterback. Like to me, that is the number one well, most important thing. And at number two, you could take your swing. Now, do I know if Caleb Williams or Drake May if they're going to be stars in the league? Don't know. And it could be bumpy. It's bumpy in Jacksonville. Now, right. he's a top half of the uh, of the league quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, but he certainly didn't play well down the stretch. Well, there's a couple teams in there that don't have their quarterback of the future. There's no way. The Browns. Flacco, I don't know the Browns obviously, do. is filling in and is doing a good job, but the, the, the quarterback of the future has been hurt yes. for weeks. And then Pittsburgh. I mean, they've used three different quarterbacks this year. Well, I was just going with division winners, though. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'm just talking about the, the playoff teams in general. There are some teams there that you look at it and go, "What are they going to do at quarterback next year?" And, and but I think, had, but they got great coaching. I staff. think seven out of the eight division winners, mm-hmm. their quarterbacks played in every game. Yep. Stroud ended up missing uh, a couple, a couple, but the rest of the teams had their quarterback play every game. Now Washington had their quarterback play every game. <laughs> right. And it was crazy. You know, we've done two man shows. So we haven't had to talk about it. We can give our season long how eval we've done that at six forty five throughout the season. Um, I can lead off. He had his moments, but he ended up leading the league in interceptions, sacks and pick sixes. I would give him a C minus for the season. I think he can be a starter in the league, like a spot starter, but you have to move on and do better than Sam Howell, quarterback. Too many negative plays. It's probably a good grade. I mean, I would have given him probably first eight to ten weeks. Bick, what do you think? I would have given C, him a C plus, B minus. Oh, no, I would have given him a B plus in the first eight to ten weeks. I don't know if I'd give him but that I, high. But down the stretch, I'd give him almost Because he still F. was taking a bunch of sacks. Now, he, was, yeah. he wasn't turning the ball over at this rate. But, but he, he was. Rem- I thought he was doing remarkably well the first eight, ten weeks. But, uh, but you're always very high on him. And... Um, but again, you got to judge a guy by seventeen yeah. weeks and C minus, maybe even a little bit lower. I'll give him a D plus. He ate yeah. way too many sacks, too many negative plays. I mean, you see flashes, but I don't know that I would want to rely on him as my starter. Like, well, yeah. I'd, I'd love him as a backup. I'd be terrified of him as my starter for more than two or three games. Correct. 
see flashes. You see flashes from Nick Mullins too. Yeah, but you also see him throw awful picks. Like, I know. That's mm-hmm. my point. Yeah. Every quarterback can give you flashes. Yeah. I it just it's just I don't know, man. I've never seen a guy drop off like he dropped off. Because he did, he did. There's no, there's no denying it. I don't think he, I don't think the staff did a lot of favors. Just continually passing him so many times, and then they would be down, and he would press, and they would just, they were just sitting on ball. It was just awful. Um, so I don't know. C minus D. Who cares? He didn't win the job. They're gonna draft a new quarterback, and you know, I wish him luck. Been, I hope he finds. I a would spot love to see him somewhere. in a utopian world where he had a top ten. Offensive line and a top half of the league defense. How about a better coordinator? I'd like to see him. With but a didn't better you see something different when Brissett came in? Yeah, that was that Certainly. was a veteran. Yeah. That was yeah. a veteran. Sure, I think something happened. Like I think he was shot mentally. He was kind of broken. Something happened. His confidence yes. was. He was broken. Awful. Something happened. I don't know what it is. I've never really quite seen a guy just deteriorate. Clearly, they played better competition. But I'm telling you, they they did not do him any favors. They needed to not pass the ball 45 times a game. But they were down. I don't know. Uh, it was a disaster. Well, that's the other thing. It was I mean, a disaster. They were losing. <laughs> I know. I know. But then they just sit on balls. Like, you could just see the interceptions coming because he's just throwing every down. And, you know, he was forcing balls. He was getting hit. It was just a disaster. It, it ended up being a disaster. 12 picks after the Seattle game. By the way. Ron Rivera couldn't even bench a guy properly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, didn't even that's, work that's how bad. That's how bad. Well, those I don't guys think for I, I think Brissett played well and said, "I'm done." Like I played well. I think it's possible. I've got enough on tape. <laughs> he, did, he did a Taylor. I proved I can. I played well. Like, I'm oh, done. Hammy, I got a little, little yeah. twinge My, back here. Coach. He shut it down. I don't think I can that go. dude said, "I am not going to go out here and risk injury." Yeah. I got. I don't want to play San Francisco with a. Yeah, he's got a nice battle. And they just kept throwing Hal out there, and that poor kid. It was awful. Hey, we're going to be hooking up our listeners throughout the show with some great prizes. Right now, caller number 10 will hook you up with tickets, two tickets, to the Washington Capitals game. Tuesday, January 16th, the Capital One Arena versus the Ducks. For tickets and the complete Capitals schedule, visit thefandc.com slash events. That's courtesy of the Washington Capitals, 800-636-1067. Caller number 10 will hook you with that prize. Coming up next, we will talk to Commander's Insider, John Kime. Here on the Junkies. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Back, Chucky's coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 on the AM side in the DMV. We're on 910 The Fan in Richmond, and we are streaming live on the Odyssey app. Wherever you may be, you can take us on the go. You can also watch us on the Monumental Sports Network, presented by Crop Metcalf, the official heating and cooling company of the Junkies, looking to be their next 
five-star HVAC technician or plumber. Visit CropMetcalf.com to join their team. It's yet another Misery Monday presented by Chenega Myos. Join the mission at CareersMios.com. We'll give you all the latest Commander's news. When it happens, we're just waiting to hear when it becomes official. Ron Rivera will be terminated as the head coach of the Commanders. Ending an era where he won basically 38% of his games. 39% of his games. Join us right now to talk about is John Kime. He covers the Commanders for ESPN.com. Hey, John, you know, I put a, a, a question on social media, and you can think about it, but maybe something will spring to your mind immediately. And the question was, Give me the highlight and the low light of the Ron Rivera era, and it was interesting to see all the responses. It's got hundreds of responses. What do you think was the highlight, John, and the low point? Oh boy, um, well, that's a probably, tough one. I mean, I think the highlight would you have to go back to that first year, and I guess clinching the division title, even if it was in a weird way in Philadelphia, for what they went through. Um, and I haven't like without this is without thinking about. It, I'm sure there's something else. Sure. The low, the low point. There were a half dozen this year. <laughs> I think that first half against Chicago was was an absolute low point. Mm. Um, and you know, then you think, well, it can't get worse. And then there were games that happened later, and there was like, oh my god, that might be worse. They lost so, to Tommy DeVito. Yeah, no, that was pretty bad, <clears throat> and and gave up huge plays to Tommy DeVito. So that was that has to be on any low point list. But there were there were too many of those this year where I just remember in the Bears game, I think I probably talked to you guys about this after that game and just thinking this might be the worst one I've seen and I've seen a lot. And the reason I said that too is because it's not just that oh you were getting blown out. They've had other blowouts. You know, the Dallas game a couple of years ago, but that game there's covid, there's injuries. Um they, you know, there was they were ravaged, right? You knew it was going to be a bug. This one, you had a team that hadn't won in a year, and you're getting blown out at home, coming off a game that, even though you lost, could have helped you build momentum. And and they laid a massive egg. And, you know, it's a whole thing. Like, you have everybody excited because, you know, was that, that was a fun game, and, you know, Howell looked really good, and 27-3 at halftime. John, the, the defense falling apart throughout the season has to be one of the major storylines. Yeah. They allowed 518 points this season. The Cardinals were second worst at 455. That's a minus 189-point differential. Like, wh- when did it start spiraling out of control for them? Or it's just been, like, since week one, like, just a constant <clears throat> drip for the defense. Yeah, I don't think it spiraled. I think it started off like that. Um you know, it's funny because I was talking to someone the other day, and they're, you know, during training camp, I asked somebody one time, like, are you concerned at all about the defense? And that was not like, not to think it was going to be horrible, horrible, but like, is it going to be as good as we think it is? And because it's like, it wasn't like, I didn't feel like they had this great, great training camp, but you never know what to make of it. And you don't know, you know, it wasn't like they were terrible but it's like are they as good will they be as good as you think etc etc and i was talking to someone here about that the other day their thing was like they didn't play the run well in in train in preseason and it's like one if you don't do that in the preseason it usually carries over so like that was the first bad sign is that they were not better against the run and so i think you know you could tell early on like 
the last couple of years, they were able to turn it around. Like last year at the end of the year, they were a good defense. Like, you know, it wasn't just because they were playing sloppy quarterbacks. I mean, half the teams in this league, they built stats on those kind of guys, right? So it's not like they're alone in that. But it wasn't just that. They were playing well. And um, you could tell early on, like, it's like, it's not going to change. You know, the big plays were never going to change. And they, I guess they, in some ways, they, I guess they got a little bit better with it, but not much. And so I just think it was early on, you could tell, it was like, they're not playing well. And you, for a while, for a little bit, you kind of relied on or thought about, like, well, they turned it around this year or that year. Will they do it again? And you got to a point, like, they're just, they don't have the guys to turn it around especially in the secondary. And I think that was, you know, that was a problem. So I think I saw, obviously Ron's going to be let go today. <laughs> I feel bad, but you know, it's a necessary evil, right? Every, you know, it's going to yeah. happen. Everyone knows it. Um, what, what are these reports? I think you are, you've kind of put your plant, your, your flag in the ground saying you don't see it, but this idea from Florio and these guys that this organization has real interest in Bill Belichick at this point, I, I can't possibly see a scenario. It's where, not. Yeah, yeah no, I can't even see that, not, John. It's it's no, no. I, that's that's been what that because that rumor has been alive, courtesy of maybe one person for about a month and a half or so. It's been one of the easier things for me to shoot to to hear. No. So you've actually uh, talked to people within the organization without saying who, and they're saying there's no truth to that. Correct. Yeah. Um, all right, so, and that's so good. either either somebody that either somebody is massively lying, which the dealings have not led anyone in me to think that that is the case. But you know, it's not a it's not a fit. Like, no, uh, uh-uh. right. So okay, so then it looks like Harbaugh is going to uh, the, the Chargers. Chargers. Um, everybody in the world wants Ben Johnson. Uh, you know where where are they right now? I, I'm just so down, John. Like we're we going to get the third or fourth choice here at, at head coach. Oh, Maybe, geez, I, mean, I think it'll be better than that. I I think this, I don't. You know why? Why do you think it'd be that low? Well, Harbaugh's one of the top choices. He'll be gone. He's a pessimist. Ben, ben Johnson. Why. Everybody wants Ben. Why would you come here? Eb I mean, is a beaten down why, fan. Okay, Sell him on okay, some yeah. hope, John. Sell him no, on no, some well, hope. We have nothing. Here's the here's the thing, like. Harbaugh wouldn't be a good fit here either, so I don't. Okay. I don't view that it's as fine. a loss at it's all. Fine. Um, I think he's a really good coach, right. but I don't view that as like, oh my god, they lost out on him because that's who they. I don't see that. I think Ben Johnson would be a good get, and because that you're right, he's the prize. But right now, where are you going to go? Like, what you know, is Carolina better? Hell no! Like, mm-hmm. what? That's a goofy ass owner. Mm-hmm. That <laughs> I'd know, stay like, hundred miles could, away from Carolina too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, now Atlanta will be interesting. That's there's a good talent base there. You just need a quarterback. Um, they're not in position to get one of the top ones, but you but it is there is some good talent there. Um, and you know, um, is New England going to be better? I don't know. And then it depends on who do you get in the front office because that's going to be a big right. thing. That's, gotta hit. that's the big deal. That's got to hit. But I will say, like it, it, it absolutely does. And and one thing I like in talking to people who. Um, Either you know whether it's you know um, people in the league in various forms like they, this is this is viewed upon as a really good job, and it starts it, you know it starts with only because of the cap room. 
And, and no, you no, got an no, owner no, that's no, not, not a douche. No, 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 no. Not true at all. It's not because of the cap room. It's because of the ownership. That's why. Like, right. when people go into jobs, like, they're not just like, – I, I was talking to someone about this, you know, about, about the Chargers, for example. Now, that's a, Chargers is an interesting one because you do have the quarterback. Um, do you trust the owner? And, you know, now they're going to be – the contingent there will be who do they hire as a GM because that will be a big key, too, mm. for a coach to know, like, where – how who – who is building it and what can they do? But, the, you know, I was talking to someone about the Chargers job. He's like, yeah. I listen to that pod, John. I listen to it. Okay. I well, okay, yeah, Rick Spielman. So, but if you don't have the owner, you don't – it's not going to matter. So, and I'm not, I know, we don't know, like, how good is Josh Harris going to be? We don't know yet because right. he just got here. But the approach is so dramatically different from what it used to be that it's like it has to be better. Right. You, you know, now the key is – can he hit on his first hires? That's what we don't know. Like, you know, you're, every owner makes mistakes. Do you come out of the park with a home run? That's, that's hard. But I think, when it's, I think the way the job is viewed is pretty good. So okay, because, would, of, the, because of the Harris group. Yeah. So we're giving Harris the group the benefit of the doubt. They, even though he's won nothing, he's an owner right. who, you know, whatever. I guess he's kind of turned around. The Sixers. Well, the, the key is the key is not so much is, is will he put in the resources? Okay, that's a big key. All right, so that's is, good. Is, is he going to be true to his word? Is he you know the patience level? So if you're Ben Johnson, you know, do you look at this that way? Because like, hey, this guy's going to be really patient. I have a chance to build it, similar to what like Kyle Shanahan got out in um, San Francisco. Right, so and I don't know. But you're that starting he's at the like bottom, that. John. Like I, I view us, and oh, yeah. I'm very down right now. But we're basically an expansion team. We got no true players to build around. You're not building around a guard. Terry's like almost thirty. Like we got nothing. And, yeah, I bet you're really fun at parties. <laughs> he is not. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, he's just honest. a beaten down no, no, fan. I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm wrong. No, no, listen, it, there's a... I'm not I, wrong. Here, oh, no, you're not wrong, and I, I'm just kidding, but, like, there is there is a lot of work to be done here, a lot, because you have to rebuild... Because we have nothing. ...both lines. You have to rebuild both lines. Yep. You There's a, like, you're, you know, you're going to get, you know, will you get the quarterback you want, even at number two, um, will you get that guy, and then, then how you build around them? So, yes, there's a lot of work to be done, a thousand percent agree. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, like I said, I mean, you know, is if that's why I say, I think Atlanta is a, is a, could be a good spot too, because they do have some good talent. They just don't have it on a quarterback. Where so do they pick? You, what do they pick? I think they're, they're, in, the middle, I think they're in the middle of the first, they're like 14 around. The, 13 so they're not going to necessarily get an elite one. No, they're, you not know be, they're not going to be, maybe yeah. they make a play for like a Kirk cousins on free agent market. Yeah. Something like so, that. Yeah. Who knows? So like, you know, and, and, It'd be hard to see him leaving Minnesota, but you never know. Yeah. Like, so do you get a guy like that? And then again, it's everything is going to be um, contingent on who do you hire as? Because chances are they get a president of football ops and then the GM. Do you have faith in that in those people or not? Are you aligned with them or not? And so, like, that's going to be the key. But yes, there's a lot of work to be done here. I agree, mm-hmm. but I don't think like I think when you're looking at jobs, you have to look. And again. We don't know how Josh Harris is going to be. I don't want to sit here and tell people, like, oh, he's going to – I just know that it's dramatically different. And the approach mm-hmm. typically, you know, is, is the right one, mm-hmm. you know, as far as 
belief in how you build something. J.K., Atlanta, Atlanta got so, the eighth pick. Oh, they have the eighth? Okay, well, yeah. all right. So yeah, so, so that's, I think, I think that a, a, is not a bad job. And, again, you have, like, there's, a, there's good offensive talent there, mm-hmm. except for the quarterback. So, but if you think, like, you think, you know what, maybe you could get a guy that you like at eight or trade or do something – then you have a shot to to really. I mean, it's. I think that could be a really good job. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I I don't know what a Ben Johnson's going to do. There are other guys that would be intriguing, but I think it's going to be you know is is Bobby Slowick or Frank Smith, the OCs at Houston and Miami. Are they ready? You know, are they like mm-hmm. you know because they've only been in those spots for a year. There's they have good reputations, but are they ready? And, you know, like, do you want a guy like a Mike McDonald from Baltimore as a defensive coach? Um, is he the guy? I don't, you know, so I think there's going to be, but I do think that for a lot of these jobs outside of Ben Johnson, it might just be beauty in the eye of the beholder. But I don't, I don't think it's a bad job at all. I do think you're right. There's a lot of work to be done. And if you can get, like, again, if you get that six-year deal, knowing the work that needs to be done with a patient owner, you probably will. You'll probably see the end of that contract. Talking to John Kime covers the Commanders for ESPN.com. Let's just get your take officially on Sam Howell for the season and Eric Bieniemy. Kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah, I think I think Howell showed that you know I think he's going to be in this league for a little while. Um, you know, I was disappointed in the number of turnovers and how it unfolded in the second half. And some of that was, well, you're playing a lot better defenses, but that's also, that's also a way you measure yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And I think the same is true overall as an offense, not just him. Um, you know, so I, I think, like, there were times where you could tell trying to do too much. That was something that was a concern out of college, which was holding the ball and trying, you know, and, and, and turnovers. And it, and it came out in a big way this year. I think that he's a very smart player. I think he works really hard, and I don't think we've seen the last of him by any means. But is that as a really good backup, or is that a guy who maybe you know sits for a couple of years, gets another shot somewhere else, and becomes a you know decent starting quarterback? Um, but he did. You know what he had to do this year is make it a no-brainer for himself for next year, and he did not. And I think you know I think he would agree with that. You can't throw 21 picks. And, and think otherwise. Um, and then a lot of the sacks, I mean, they cut down on the sacks, but there were a lot early in the year where it was just clearly where, like, you know, and some of those is just inexperience and needing to play more and get used to the speed and then the reads, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But some of it was also, um, John, I think, is just being down two, three touchdowns. Everyone in the world know you're throwing. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And you're throwing definitely. 80 to 20% of the time. I mean, it's just crazy. Oh, listen, they didn't do it. They didn't right. do him any I favors. Think, I don't. I think they, and that's what I was getting to too. I don't think they did him any favors. And I know yeah. part of their belief was, well, you know, you, the more you have him throw, the better he gets. Well, you've got to put quarterbacks in good situations to succeed. Right. So, for example, and this is a small sample size, but when Dwayne Haskins was a rookie, when Bill Callahan took over, they it was run, run, pass, and and I know Kevin O'Connell would kind of fight Callahan on that a little bit to say, you know you're not helping him. He's like, well, you know, we don't want to put all the pressure on him. It's like, but you're making it harder on him by putting him back there in a third and long or whatever it is. So they started switching up the play calling and he had some of those really good games. And I think, you know, so play calling helps. I think 
having a little bit more um, unpredictability as far as run pass would have helped him too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I don't think that helped him at all. I also I also look at the line and I'd say you know it was not built to pass protect mm-hmm. as much as it was, and not just you know the pass protection in general, but the line. And so you know you there are people here who knew the line might struggle this year. And then they drop back 40 to 45 times a game. That's difficult. Hmm. So, and it's not like, I'm not going to say that's the only reason he struggled. Like there's, you, you have to play factors. better. But, but that was like, when you talk about from a game plan, scheming standpoint, that was, I, you know, that certainly didn't work because um, it, it didn't, they weren't a good offense. So you can't say it worked, but I, I do think like having a little bit more, um, and it's not just 50, 50 run balance, you know, shout out Chris Russell. It's more about um, how about sixty forty. Like, how about seventy yeah, exactly, thirty? Right, sixty forty would have been fine. Fifty five, forty five, right. something where it's like you're you're not beholden on a on a young quarterback in his first year behind a line that you knew might struggle to pass protect to dropping back that much and asking them to do the things that maybe they're not quite ready to do. And by the way, that stat did come out. We all saw where. I don't know. I, I don't know. But you saw the graph where our receivers apparently got open the least amount in football. Yeah. That like, was what problem. is that? Yeah, yeah. And, then, and, you know, I know, and like, we threw the most. I mean, what's yeah, going no, on? It was not. And some of that, some of that could be uh, um, some static in the offense, I guess. And like yeah. yesterday in the first drive, first couple of drives, like, wow, this this offense might be fun to watch. And <laughs> That's it was like, week, yeah, it's week eighteen. So there was some. You know, are you scheming them open enough um, at times with the motion and, and you know, uh, causing defenses to be forcing them to communicate more, et cetera. But, where they, but then it's like, again, sometimes a guy has to win a one-on-one, and that's on the player. So, like, you can't just put all on scheme. Guys have to win. And so, you know, I, like, I like John Dawson as a receiver, but was he winning enough at the line? And um, I think he still can be a good receiver in this league. But were you, were you getting that there? Like, I think he's really good at the top of the routes. Then I think sometimes, too, some of the, the wins might be on slower developing routes where there was just not enough of a chance to get the ball. And then too often you'd see, like, Howell getting ready to be sacked and three or four guys still in their routes, nobody really ready to receive it, to even be in position to throw with anticipation or something like that. So I think there was a whole mess of it. Um, that that adds up to to that. Mm-hmm. John, there's not going to be a misery Monday next Monday, so we're well, going to have a fun off season. We'll be talking to you throughout. Thanks for joining us, pal. See you, Thanks, guys. Always enjoy. Yep. All right, thank Thanks, you, John. Man. That's John Kime covers the Commanders for ESPN.com. We still have some Chris Stapleton tickets to give away, and Wizards versus Spurs tickets. You can go see Wemby in action at Capital One Arena. Stay tuned for that. But coming up next, we will get into what's next for this commander's team at head coach. Don't go anywhere. We're the junkies. Welcome back on a Misery Monday presented by Chaniga Myos. Join the mission of careers with MIOS.com. We'll give you the latest on the Washington commanders. We're just waiting for the shoe to drop. On Ron Rivera to make it official. What do you think? 8 a.m. meeting? Yeah, we need to, you know what? Let's put our dollars in. Yeah. Let's officially <laughs> guess when the axe is going to swing in axe burn. <laughs> You're in on 10 01. No, I'm going to guess before the show is over. Somehow we're going to luck box our way into an in show firing. I'm, I'm going to go say. With, go ahead, JP. You can I'm going to say 847. 
I, I was leading in the 840s. Damn it, you staked me. All right, JP is in at 847. Um, I'm going to say earlier than that. I'm going to say by 835 Eastern Standard Time. Oh, We're going to know Ron's fate. 835, I'm in. Jason? I think it's going to be in the 9 o'clock hour. All right. Well, we got to get lucky. I don't think it's going to be during our show. Uh, we got to get lucky. I think. I think it'll be <laughs> I'm going to say nine forty-five ish, but I'm, I'm waiting. It'll be a gift to the B. Mitch and Finley. Fish yeah. box. I think All Rivera's right. an early riser. Like it, I, I don't know when Josh Harris shows up to the office, but I think when Ron shows up to the office, he's going to sit down and then you know he's going to go over to Josh's office and it's going to be quick. They're going to shake hands. And you know what? It's not going to be some half hour meeting. It doesn't necessarily have to be early. I mean, it could be noon. I I just feel like Ron's an early guy. I would just punt it and I would zoom Josh Harris. (laughs) Say, just give me, just give me the news. I know what's coming. Just deliver it to me via uh, video. So what are the four official predictions? EB hasn't uh, locked in yet. You said 10.01. I said 9.45. As soon as they play the intro for the Mitch <laughs> right. and Finley. All right, boys, yeah. behind the glass. Like, as if the story's any different. <laughs> we all know he's gone. I'll go, I'll go exactly one hour from now, 8.28. All right, Travs at 8.28. Mr. Gosh. Valdez. You guys are all over the, the times I like. Um, <laughs> I'm going to guess it's a 9 o'clock meeting, right? Well, we don't well, know that. No, there's a John Allen meeting. I'm d- I'm being told by somebody that Ron just walked into the building. Oh, uh, I'd like to uh, change it. But Harris is not there yet. Uh, <laughs> hey, you know what? Her- four o'clock game. Harris is in the suite. <laughs> solo might cup. Be a, might be a, might be a little. I didn't oh, see. Any, I didn't see any solo cupping. At least on the shots. <laughs> he probably wouldn't do that. Oh, no, it is, dry, it is dry. in front of Joe. He was it, sitting next to Joe. It, it is. Was. It is dry January. Okay. Yeah, so, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say eight. 818. 818. Right. Mike Marr, where are you at? Give me 907. 907. All right. Everybody's in. Right, that's, that's a, a big, that's a $7 pot. It's, it's, I mean, it's imminent. It's I just happen. put up a, a junkies poll of the day brought to you by Van Meter Homes, and it's interesting. If you had asked the fan base six weeks ago who you want to be the next head coach, right. Eric mm-hmm. Bienemy would have been high on the list. <laughs> so I put Bienemy on there, yeah. but I also put Ben Johnson. Mike McDonald and Bobby Slowick. Right. Eric Bieniemy's the lowest right now at 9%. <laughs> yeah. Everybody wants Ben Johnson. He's at 56%. Mike McDonald, 24%. And Bobby Slowick, hey, 11%. Bieniemy's rumored to be on the short list for Atlanta now that Arthur Smith is gone. But when yeah. you look at the stats, I also put Take this up. <laughs> Follow us at Jumps Radio. <laughs> you, you know what else is bad for Ron? That there's showers all week in Monterey. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? Hey, hey I'm looking though? at the weather in oh, Monterey. Isn't the weather out there dicey a lot? Like, I'm sure. Yeah, of course. You, think, you know it, what? $8 million buys a lot of rain hey, gear. Looks like hey, golf. Don't. Looks like tomorrow, PM showers. Wednesday is going to be wet all day. <laughs> he's got a lifetime, though. Yeah. He's got so, a lifetime. Yeah, he's got so much time. And then it doesn't, it doesn't get over 60 until <laughs> next week. I wanted to say this about Piedemy. So, you'd agree with me, right? Six weeks ago, a lot of the fan base would have said, let's hire Eric Bieniemy as the next head coach. They really liked him. And then the way the season ended, mm-hmm. you realized Flip-flopped. that they actually went down from yeah. Scott Turner's yeah. offense from last year, 330.3 yards per game, which was 20th in the league. They went down to 312 yards per game, 24th. I mean, mm-hmm. so 20, 24th. And then in points per game, slight improvement. Last year, 18.9 points per game. And I remember all offseason, Cakes would say, yeah, if they could just score, you know, 
24 points a game. Uh-huh. Yeah, a little more games. They went from 18.9 to 19.4 and actually went down a ranking from 24th to 25th. Yeah, someone well, told me. So they were a half point better on offense? Half point You're better. You're not going to find a guy on the planet. But like 20 that, yards worse. That loves to throw the football more than your, your guy right here. Yeah. And Biennemi <laughs> threw it too much. He threw it too much. <laughs> it, was just, it was just too much for a young quarterback to overcome. Way too much. It just blew up on their face. Everything yeah. just blew With up a bad face. line. Right. Like if you have a bad line, well, the run is, the football a little bit no, more. No, John alluded to it. That line was built to pound the football. That's what Ron wanted to do. Those guys are run blockers. And then they brought in Biennemi. He's pass happy. Well, that's why you should and be it happy. Was a disaster. I know. Yeah. I know that you're down. That's why you should be happy. But again, that, that dinosaur that wanted to all, all run the ball all the time is I, heading for the exits. Well, he's gone. Are there still people who want Biennemi to be the next head coach? Eight hundred six three six one six seven. A handful. I bet you it's a handful. I think that there's going to be more than the howlers. You say there's still a bunch of howlers. There are howlers out there. There couldn't. He, here's be part of why you shouldn't want him. Not that it affected the score yesterday. Where was all that innovation and trickery and, and exactly. innovative play calling weeks 1 through 17? Right. Where was Just it? a little yeah. sprinkle of it. Where? Just a little sprinkle of it. I thought yeah, he was an innovative, an innovative mind. He's going to wait until the last game of the year yeah, but some to of pull it, out the bag of tricks. Some tricks. of the trickery whores you. Like, they ran some sort of fake reverse, and Hal is turning his back hey. to the defense. Yeah. And the next thing he knows, when he turns around, he gets sacked. My opinion on the enemy is, I hope you rented. And didn't buy here in the DC area. Oh, I don't he, think he's smart enough to know. Yeah. All right, eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. So everybody in this room's out on the enemy, right? Any how about behind the glass? Any the enemy backers? Um, for for head coach or OC? head coach? Head coach? No. He didn't distinguish himself to become the next head coach I, of this team. I'm in the no coach category. I, I don't even here. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't even want him. My prediction is Colorado. Go coach with Dion. So <laughs> I know it's not his it's not his fault, but he has the stink of Rivera. Yeah. Right. So Ben Johnson He's got that on him. It, it appears the fan base is in love with Ben Johnson. He's the OC with the Lions. I think they have the most explosive plays this season in the NFL behind the 49ers. Well, they, they might also, be number two. You know what else they have? They, they, they have also, a really good personnel department that spent money and, got and good picks players. on Gibbs and Laporta and both of those guys as rookies. Had 10-plus touchdowns. Correct. First time in as, NFL history. As rookies. So they have a personnel department to go along with Campbell as a really strong head coach. And I know I botched it with Dan Campbell a few years ago. I said he was a buffoon. Yeah, you were wrong. <laughs> I, 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 I eat my Yeah, you're clearly wrong on that. I was wrong. And it Sometimes turns out wrong. Goff, who was the number one pick, is not a bust. He's actually pretty good, especially at home and indoors. Outside, in the elements, like in the winter... I'm not crazy about him, but if he's playing in 72 degree and sunny in Ford Field, I like him. Amon Ra, you've always well, loved, Amon Ra is, is a stud. He's a superstar. I mean, he's I don't know who I don't know who now. they're going to go after, but it, it, first they have to go after some competent people that are going to be up in their suits in the front office mm-hmm. making the the quality decisions. Would you want to be involved in this? <laughs> Honestly, like I know I couldn't do this job. I couldn't hire a coach. I couldn't hire a front office guy. I couldn't pick the play. I this it seems impossible. I think it's too daunting. <laughs> like for any, like I just know I couldn't do it. I'm in. Well, you couldn't do it as a radio well, host. You're but not if you had e. been Harris. if you had been doing it for My the last life? 15 years, of course you could do it. Uh, or you okay. think you could do it? Okay. I, I remember those guys with the Wizards. They were like the most charming guys ever. <laughs> yeah. And we're, we're so bad, it's unbelievable. But we it's knew that was going to happen. Plan, I didn't Ricky. think you, you didn't think they were going to be this bad. I didn't think they were going to be this bad. They lose by like 30 a night. Yeah. You got to have the long term outlook. 
They seem like the most competent guys ever. And they're horrific. They're going to try and do what OKC's done. It's by design. Which is trade everybody and get a million picks. And now OKC's really good. Well, maybe the commander should do that too. I told EB during the break, our target date for the Wiz being silly, 26-27 season. Right. And I'm not even joking. Like, that's about when you should start seeing this What do you mean, win like 30 games? I think that might be too soon. They'd be like a playoff contender. In in two years? 26-27. Johnny Davis going to hit three 10? more seasons. Well, Johnny Davis. <laughs> All right, let's uh, go to the phones. 800-636-1067. You can chime in on what you want to see as the head coach. And are there any enemy backers now? Yeah, good luck. All right, let's go to Skip in D.C. Hey, guys. Hey, Skip, why are you so down? <laughs> this is the best No, the three of the guys are excited. One guy's down. Three guys okay. are excited. One guy. Okay, great, great. Yeah. Because the most important hire is the general manager, which we haven't had here in 25 years, a real general manager who can pick the coach, who can pick the quarterback. And I'm excited because now we have that opportunity, which we haven't had since Dan Snyder was the owner. We have an opportunity to get the right guy. Yes. We have an opportunity to get the right guy. Football operations and general manager. Those are the two most important hires that's what we should be focused on. Forget about the coach. They're going to pick the coach. I'm right. guessing that Chen is kind of a general manager of sorts. The analytics guy that they hired is like Josh Harris's right, right-hand Shen. man. Yeah. Yeah. And is it Chen? Yeah, yes. Eugene Chen. Okay, Chen with an S? S. Gotcha. S-H-E-N. Um, not that he's the general manager, but he's going to be the – like. he's going to be in on all the big decisions. Yeah, yeah. Hey, but Yeah, but I mean I just want to respond to Skip. Yeah, I mean, the positive thinkers are saying this is a great day because now we're going to start over and we have an opportunity to get this guy, this guy, this guy. But the negative Nellies of the world are going to say nothing works here. Right. Nothing's ever worked here. That's how I kind of got to that point. Yeah, I know. Dude, you know who had a great reputation when and he came here? it doesn't matter who they you know hire. It's not going to work. who had a great reputation work. when he came here? <clears throat> Ron Rivera. You know who had a great <laughs> reputation when he came here? Martin Mayhew. Yep. I mean, you know who had a great <laughs> reputation when he came here? Mike Shanahan. Yep. I mean, we have got Joe Gibbs. Uh, now, Joe Gibbs was a but you got to keep taking swings. About that, the only thing I'll say, of course. Look at the Texans. The Texans. How many coaches did they mow through? No, but I'm just saying they mowed through a bunch of coaches in the last five years. They kept firing them after one. The only thing I'll say about that is those guys were hired by Dan Snyder and and worked most of their careers under Dan Snyder. You're right. So now that page has been so our owner will uh, is undoubtedly better. How much better? We don't know. We don't know yet. He's undoubtedly better than the worst. As a person, much better. Phone number is 800-636-1067. Are you a enemy backer? What do you want to see at head coach for this team next? Let me tell you about Main Street Bank. Bank local, cheer local, and business every day is game day. Business is always moving up or down, but never still. That's why the Main Street Bank team treats every day like game day. Main Street Bank is a business-focused community bank. Proudly serving the DMV since 2004. Visit mstreetbank.com to learn how to put our team in your office. Main Street Bank, member FDIC, equal housing opportunity lender. Welcome back. Junkies coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 on a Misery Monday presented by Chinika Mayos. Join the mission at careers with MIOS.com. You think about this season, there was such euphoria. Mm-hmm. And jubilation when we were right down the street yep. at the bullpen. That's correct. When it was officially announced that Josh Harris was 
taking over as the owner of the Washington Commanders. We were right there, Everyone down the street. Yeah. Uh, cakes were spraying champagne on, yeah. on the but fans. That, but let me just say that that was more because Snyder was leaving, and it wasn't even yes. for anything that was going to happen this this season. Yeah. Now, we didn't think it was this season would turn into the big, giant fireball that it ultimately did. We kind of all expected, wins. though, it to be Ron Rivera's last season. Oh, yeah. We I thought he could have salvaged but we thought it. I actually he, thought he could We thought he'd pull a regular Ron type of season. Yeah. Like seven the only ten. way he was going to salvage it is if he made the playoffs. Yeah. Right. Three of us had them at 7 and 10. EB was optimistic at 10 and 7. And and the thought, the, the thinking was, was sound. Your thinking was um, the quarterback play couldn't get worse and the defense should be pretty good because right. they no, were the good last season. Top 10 defense, yeah. for yeah. sure. So, I mean, I don't fault you on that thinking. Um I don't know that the quarterback play was better. It wasn't. At the end of the day, it wasn't better after 17 games. And the defense no, was historically bad. <laughs> like they allowed so many points. I never saw that. I, mean, it's I shocking, never saw that. Shockingly bad. So, after, we're, we're, by the way, after spending your top draft capital in the last Ron Rivera led draft on two defensive draft picks. Yes. So, it we're got way worse. We're waiting on the official word of Ron Rivera being let go as the head coach. JP Finley has tweeted out that they have a team me- meeting scheduled for 9, but that could be after. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I would look at rap sheet. Uh, it, I feel like Rappaport's going to break it first. Mm-hmm. Uh, is he could, up? Is rap up? Yeah, oh, he, I, I know I he, he broke the he's I mean, is he, he broke the Arthur know, Smith like, thing last night. Like on Black Monday, there's no chance any yeah. reputable NFL writer or <laughs> I'm just saying, is he still sleeping? Up, like sleeping at 7:26. Did, did you see JP Finley's tweet? No. He so went just, to are you, Oh, I just mentioned his tweet that is the 9 a.m. meeting you're talking about his bed. Yeah, so JP <laughs> Finley, I guess since it is uh, a, a big day for for local reporters, uh-huh. was sleeping on the sofa uh-huh. with his phone uh at <laughs> Text message, uh, like black. alarm, right, all the way up. Right. His ringer, all the way up. Yeah, um, and so I guess he wouldn't wake up his wife, right? Or in ca- like in case there was a middle of the night yeah. firing, like yeah. Josh. Yes, yeah. yeah. right. like, oh, all right, you're gonna be fired. At he, had the, he had the phone, had the phone basically right next to his ear while he was sleeping on the sofa, right. so he wouldn't wake up his his wife. So we will let you know when it becomes official. But right now, we're taking you calls. What do you want to see happen next? A head coach. It seems on social media, everybody wants Ben Johnson as the head coach over Harbaugh, over Belichick, over everybody else. But are there any Biennemi backers still? Let's go to them. All right, let's go to. I bet you they're out there. Andre in Upper Marlboro. Hey, buddy. What's up, Dre? Hey, what's up, fellas? Um, I like Eric Biennemi, but unfortunately, when you run in the business, just because you like somebody, that don't mean they keep their job. And, And unfortunately. And you guys took calls on this when he first got the job. Like, should he have taken it? No. I said from the beginning what he shouldn't have taken on, it. Stupid. Eric Bianami shouldn't have taken it. Well, he didn't have because any other offers. Banking, <laughs> I know. Right. But but what I'm saying is, by him coming here, what, he, what needs to happen for him is certain things are going to have to turn around, meaning winning more games, the talent that they presently had the day before he comes, or when he comes, you're expecting certain things to turn around on an individual basis. We never saw that. And unfortunately, he's going to be part of the staff that's going to be – because the whole staff is going to be let go. Yep. Now, as far as a coach that we want to come here, point, I don't really care so long as there's somebody that could do the job. And just for the fact that we got a new ownership group, get new faces in here. I mean, that's all I want. All right, thank oh, you, Dre. Oh, you're you're going to have a lot of new, new faces. How old is Slowick? He 30, looks really young. 35, probably. Yeah. 
I might want to ride with him and just hope he's McVay-like. He's 36. I mean, he started out as a defensive guy, and then he switched over to the offense. Chris, what's up? Chris, what's up? Hey, what's going on? Um, what's I wouldn't be upset if the enemy was the coach, to be honest. Like, it's he's proven to have some sort of, you know, like construction of a good offense. But I believe Ron and Ron's incompetence, like, literally handicap them. Like, what what can we do with this team? And nobody will be successful with this roster. He was definitely handicapped. Do you feel with... like Ron's no, no, I will say, to be fair to the enemy's handicapped and then he had to work with Sam Howell, right. a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Bad offensive line. Apparently, receivers who can't get any separation. Yeah. It's tough to have success. Yeah, but we and, thought and, he would be innovative enough. Yep. Didn't so. He didn't do anything innovative uh, until week 18. Yeah, yeah, but maybe, like, Maybe the offensive line was such a stumbling block where he's like, well, I can't run I can't run behind this offensive line. I have to throw the ball behind them. And it was the lesser of two evils. Going back, though, he had a brief moment. I remember there was a week or two during adjusted. the season he when adjusted. we kind of jocked the enemy. No, because he finally adjusted. Right. Seven weeks. Right. Then he adjusted. He put extra running back up. in. He put extra tight end. <laughs> right. And then, but then they kind of got away from that, too. Yeah, they like threw I, that away. Well, they yeah. started doing the quick passing bit so that Sam would get <clears> sacked less. But to me, the biggest thing is, if you're an offense coordinator, the number one thing I'm going to look at is points per game. They improved by a half point per game this season yeah. from last This season. is what's crazy. The Carolina Panthers, who finished 2-15, and 15, mm-hmm. were shut out back-to-back weeks right. this past two weeks. That's they had They had 10 games this year <clears throat> where they scored 10 or less. Right. They still had a smaller point differential than Washington. (laughs) But they scored fewer points, though. Oh, yeah, but their defense was better. But my Patriots had to have scored less than the commanders. I'm talking about point differential. No, I I understand what you're saying. That's how bad Washington was defensively and how bad they were offensively. I I, I don't want to keep belaboring it. Everyone wants to be excited, so just be excited. But let me just say this one last time, and then I won't say it again. Because I was sitting over there as I was buying my peanuts and something, just trying to have some joy today. That <laughs> we we need everything, right? Do we agree on that? We need everything. I mean, we, we got just a about everything. We, we got yeah. a guard. You know, we're gonna lose curl. We're gonna, yeah. lose, you know, whatever. We need a big talent infusion. We got a thirty-year-old receiver that's a nice guy. <laughs> but that's about all we got. We need about twenty different players next right. year. But we the Texans lead. did last right. season too. Right. So hold on, just work with me here for a second. If if we whiff on GM. Do you think this organization will be successful? <clears throat> Completely whiff? If we whiff. No. I mean, a whiff right. of GM means like you're whiffing on quarterback. Next Martin Mayhew. Oh. It, it, That's not going to work. All right. If we well, whiff can... on coach, will we be successful? No. Of course. So we got to hit on those two. We got to, if we whiff on quarterback, in other words, if we whiff on any of these things, yeah. it's going to fail. Well, but we got to pitch a perfect game. If you get the quarterback, coach, you got to hit on a team. You got to hit on a separate. You got to hit on your free agent. All right, but whiffy, when you say, but you when you say whiff, that's just a general term. Yeah, I mean, how bad? How bad is the whiff? Any of the guys we've had over the last twenty-five years, they're all whiffs. But if you don't whiff Uh, on quarterback, that means your GM is solid. So, uh, to me, that goes hand in hand. The GM. (laughs) If you're going to tie him to personnel, it's really tied to the quarterback. If they get the right quarterback, which they have an opportunity to, I don't know if Caleb Williams and Drake May are going to be successful in the league, or maybe Jaden Daniels or whoever they decide to do. Maybe they trade down and they oh, and they take Penix. Here's the no, thing, Eric. Yeah. No, but no, maybe no, they Penix. love Penix. You got to hit on all of them. Eric, you got to hit on all I of them. I understand you. Penix hasn't impressed you. To win you. a Super Bowl, <laughs> I'd say, okay. 
But to even so, get some to of the 10 team, wins. No, you be, no because I'm going to give you an example. Yeah. All right. The, the, obviously, the front office of Pittsburgh's good. They've got a good touch coach. Right. Their quarterbacks are terrible. I know, but they And okay, they won but, 10 games, and they're in the playoffs. You don't have to hit on all okay, three. They have arguably one of the best coaches ever. Okay, but He's I'm saying you're saying you have to hit a home run to ten wins. Okay, I know because of the bar so low. <laughs> you don't need the bar so low for you us. don't need a Hall of Famer at every at you all three. You need to get to eight wins before ten. Uh-huh. I, I don't know. <laughs> Pittsburgh's one of the hottest teams in the NFL. Do you think that they're going to do anything in the playoffs? I actually don't. Well, well I, mean, I, pro- I think anything. Lose to I, Buffalo. I think anything can happen in the playoffs. Okay, but my point is you don't have okay. to hit a grand slam with all three quarterback. I would say yes to win a Super Bowl. But I think you got to hit on coach, you got to hit on GM, and you got to hit on quarterback, and then all your other personnel moves. They can't bring in everybody from Carolina. You can't, you know. But to answer your question, you got to get better at all three of those than what they've had. Yes, but I'm not saying you have to have the best in the league at all three. You know, I'm not saying you have to have the best in the league. You, have you don't to, have to have the best in the league. You've got to have good ones, but you've you got to have good. When you, you say whiff, good. are they awful? If you whiff, they're awful. Then yeah, you're going. We've backwards. had awful. It's not going to be fixed overnight. There's been thirty year, close to thirty years of rot that has set in with Dan Snyder at the helm of this franchise. Oh no, it's going to be fixed overnight because the Texans did cakes. Of course, it's going to be fixed overnight. <laughs> I know it's not. We're going to draft a quarterback in one, in one season, and it's going to be all glory, and it's going to be great, and Josh Harris could be drunk and happy. <laughs> all right, I hope so. Maybe you get lucky. Maybe you do. I'm into rebuilding it over a couple years. We're just taking one. The CJ Strouds are like turning it around in one year. That's an outlier. It's great if it happens. It'd be amazing if it happened here in Washington, like it did in Houston. Am I banking on it? No, but it would be if Drake May is the next CJ Stroud. If that's who they wind up picking it too, but you need to be excited. But think about it. You need everything. To be better than what it's been last yes. twenty years, but I just look at the Chargers, all right, and they fired their coach. Right, they had the they number had five, they had a number five pick. They had a quarterback. He's been in the league four years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's been to one playoff game. We would kill for him at quarterback. I know, and that's what we I'm saying. Could have had him at quarterback, <laughs> but I think the quarterback they have the opportunity. The quarterback can make the coach. All right, <laughs> Zach Taylor was close to being fired, and then. They draft Joe Burrow, and everybody thinks Zach Taylor's a great coach now. He's a great offensive mind, but look at his record prior to to, to Burrow. Yeah, that's just. I mean, a, he was he was this close to being canned. It's just the crazy nobody, business. Nobody puts him in the top coaches. Nobody thinks he's a top coach. He's pretty highly regarded. He's highly regarded when he has Joe Burrow on the right. for the most part. I mean, he did a pretty good job with Browning this year. Browning's been better than I thought he was. When, yeah. when he first took the field, I thought he was the worst quarterback I've ever seen. Worst. And his girlfriend, everybody loves. Well, How when you wear a skin-tight bodysuit <laughs> to games like that, it's going to draw some attention. But, Eric, to, to getting back to your original point, it starts with the guy up in the office. All right? Hire someone who's credible. The guy with the red solo cups? <laughs> that is what you're talking about? The no, he's owner? Talking about the GM. No, right? talking about the GM. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah whoever's making the decision yeah, like on you your like head. Red sol- drinking out of red solo cups. <laughs> well, I guess it starts with him because he's got to hire a good GM. So maybe you want All to right, got to take a break. Phone number you want to chime in, 800-636-1067. We're the Junkies on the fan. Welcome back. Junkies come to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. 910 The Fan in Richmond. We're streaming live on the Odyssey app. You can take us on the go with that Odyssey app. And you can watch us on the Monumental Sports Network. We're presented by Crop Metcalf, the official heating 
the cooling company, the Junks. By the way, we haven't even gotten into the fact that there was yesterday there was there was something going around about. Well, how are you going to fire Ron on his sixty-second birthday? <laughs> uh. Are you freaking kidding me? Are we- was that even really a serious thought in anybody's mind? Like, I don't think you so. wouldn't part with the coach. Well, was, was his birthday bo- yesterday or today? Birthday? It was yesterday. Oh, his yesterday. birthday was yesterday. Okay. Please tell me that was just garbage. Just somebody it was garbage. Up. Okay, good. Hey, just wanted to say this real quick. Um, Trab asked me how was your break because I was off last week. Eb, mm-hmm. I think, was off for the last two weeks, but I was off last <laughs> week. Mm-hmm. Is this a break? When your kid doesn't go to school because she's sick every day. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. And I was telling him, I took both of my kids. All right, I have three, but both that live here mm-hmm. to the urgent care place on Friday. Dagger, double Friday dagger. morning. Isabella had a temperature as high as 104 degrees. Dagger! And Dylan had a, a wrestling mishap mm-hmm. or something where potentially a broken rib. Turned mm-hmm. out no broken ribs. Just a severe chest injury. Um, so on Friday at Urgent Care, the doctor looked at Isabella's ears, mm-hmm. looked at her throat, did all the basics, and I walked away. He's like, just have her drink more liquids and keep doing what you're doing. Because her temperature was as high as 104 degrees. Take the uh, kids' Tylenol or Advil, whatever we were giving her, and some Mucinex. Just keep doing that. The next day, my wife's like grilling me. She's like, she's not better. You didn't get any antibiotics. I was like, what do you want me to do? I took her to the urgent care. Yeah. The doctor looked at they her. Love, at the urgent care especially, they love to tell you you have a virus and not any sores. Something that's going to be helped with antibiotics. So, so, send you on your right. then, then my wife looks at her throat and yeah. says, did you have her tested for strep? I said, I'm not the doctor. Right. What are you telling me for that? I said, do you want to take her? It turns out wife was right. She had strep uh-huh. and an ear infection. Uh-huh. But how does the doctor miss that? Well, it's... There's a reason that doctor said an urgent care is all. That's all I'm gonna say. That's just what I'm gonna say. It's so a minor league medicine. Well, what do you think? So should I have looked at the wall and looked at the diploma? I mean, I I might have suggested, hey, may a strep test might be a good idea. But why should I suggest that? You shouldn't shouldn't they know that, Ricky? You shouldn't have to. Correct. It should it should be like an automatic from the doctor or faux doctor. That's, yeah. that's at the urgent care. So that was my break. I mean, right. I mean, up all night. I probably well, got less sleep during my break than normal. Yeah. Again, we'll give you the update as soon as Ron's fired. I mean, it could happen at any moment. Yeah, we yeah. got our exact times dialed in. We got everything. We got everything on standby. We got our news. We got our breaking news sounder. Mm-hmm. We got JP. We got everybody everywhere. But while I was gone, I was sick for half of it. Oh, you were sick. <laughs> Of course I, I, was. I think everyone was Drab sick. Drab was sick because I was texting those guys. Yeah. Drab was sick for a week. Valdez was sick for a week. I was sick for like two weeks. I didn't leave the be- I didn't leave my bed. By the way, this is going to break Drab's heart. I'm sorry. I think I'm out on the drinking show. It's three years in a row. You're blaming it on the drink? No, it's three years in a row. It's three years in a row. It's put me over the I'm top. fine with never doing that again. I, I, like, we can do it's, it, but it, I'm not it, doing breathalyzers. It can't be the other 364 days you drink a year. <laughs> you didn't do it at 6 a.m. No, he it, drank like the exact always, same amount. It always yeah. happens. He blew after like a point oh three. Yeah, what, were the, what were the breathalyzers? I was the one that Yeah, believe me, because I was sick coming in. I was okay. sick coming in. It just puts me over the top. I got sick. I got sick Christmas morning. Yeah, I was sick for a week. And it, I was sick for about a week. When I flew to Nashville, you guys I'm, are like this. I'm, and I know I'm we're barely gonna talk, over it. We're going to talk all about firing people and stuff. <laughs> when I flew to Nashville, 
I I thought I was going to end up like Elvis. I was <laughs> sick. To bear, I, I, the day before we went, I told my wife, I don't know. How can I? I how mean, can you get on a plane? I'm going to get on a plane. I'm sick as a dog. Uh, my whole were family you, were was you sick. coughing? Coughing? I couldn't have any energy. I just felt like. But just you saw about, me. You saw me the day of the drinking show. I came look, in here. I told him I'm sick as a dog. Did you look better or worse than when the ambulance came in? Gosh, equivalent. 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 Hey, did you oh, breathe all over Auburn's locker? <laughs> yeah. They, they didn't play like did. 20 guys. I mean, they, they who didn't. cares? It's nice win by Let's Maryland. It's a good win. <laughs> when I'm flying to Nashville, though, I had somehow by a miracle of God taken Nyquil. Dayquil mm. got on the plane and was enjoying he the flight. The quills. <laughs> yeah. I was you enjoying tired? the flight. Did it knock you out? Not really, but it got me to be able to be on the flight. Mm. Halfway through the flight, out of literally nowhere, I started. All of a sudden, I was like, "I feel terrible. I don't <laughs> know what's happening." I started sweating profusely, and I took I, t- I took my my sweatshirt off. I started having a mild anxiety. I was like, "What's going on here?" And then I'm literally drenched in sweat. And I could feel that's it sca- happened. In that's 60, scary. It happened within like sixty seconds. That is scary. Though. Out of nowhere, in the middle of the flight, right. and I, all of a sudden, I'm like, because I've done this before. I was like, I'm about to pass out. <laughs> I was about to pass out. So I was three seat, three rows away from the back, mm-hmm. and I, I who are you sitting next to? Strangers. Oh. I had six. Oh. My six family members were in a other a different row. Yeah. Thank goodness for them. And I walk over to the lady, and I go. I need a Sprite or something. I need some sugar because I'm about to pass out. Pass the sugar. And then I stumbled into the bathroom, mm-hmm. right? And I, Because this is what happened. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, I had I had involuntary. I had to poop. And <laughs> like, the biggest problem. No, no, you don't understand. Yeah, I had no control over my bowels. I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to die like Elvis. I'm on, the, I'm on the toilet. No one wants to poop on a plane. I'm on a plane drenched in sweat. I looked down on the floor. It looked like you took a mop to it. Yep. It was soaking wet. My bowels just release. Right. And I said, I'm going to die. Did you I, have stomach pain? It came out of nowhere. All of a sudden, it just had an involuntary, massive, massive evacuation. Did you drink before, though? I know you said you had the NyQuil and the I DayQuil. I didn't have a drink at all. Because you're a big have a cocktail before Dude, flight. I've been sick. I didn't, have, I didn't have a drink. I swore off drinking. I swore off drinking. So I, I come out of the thing. I'm like wiped out. Right. A lady looks at me and she goes, oh, my God. She's like, you have no color. Remember the plane scene really? of World War Z? So, right there. How, yeah. how long this was guy. the flight? An hour? It was an hour and 20 so minutes. So this was a half, like half yeah. hour and 20 minutes. It came out of nowhere. I was perfectly fine. I was, I was, I just, was she oh. worried about you? Yeah. She looked at me. She goes, oh, my God, you got no color. Emergency land. My wife comes over to me. She looks at me and she goes, I've never seen What's going on? I was white as a ghost. Mm-hmm. There's sweat everywhere. And they just start feeding me Twizzlers. <laughs> Twizzlers and Sprite. Man, and somehow, crazy. I think, here's what I think happened. I think I got dehydrated. I think I had low blood sugar. And I think I was about to buy the farm on the plane. <laughs> the Twizzler like saved you. He's <laughs> probably thinking about his guy Sam Howell and how he collapsed the second oh. half of the season. No, dude, I was just trying Taking to survive. Taking another L at QB. I was just trying to survive. <laughs> but that's never happened to me before. Did you get that wheeled was... off the plane or are you able to leave on your own? Yeah, please, no. say, please say you're in a wheelchair. No, 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 no. no. That happened to Squirrel. Um, that didn't happen to me. I The sugar, I think I needed sugar. Okay. I had low blood sugar. Were you drinking I mean, water? Yeah. 
I always, I will never get on a plane without water. I know, <laughs> but, but I don't know how you were but, dehydrated if you're, if you're drinking water. Because I think because I took night water, day cool in the morning, and I'm sick. Mm. And then the, I think the altitude, I think it'd be another, thank God I wasn't sitting in an uh, emergency exit, the window blew out. Right. By the way, I'll never sit. I'll never row. sit in an emergency row ever. That'll never happen. I'll never sit next to a door. I guess not after that. Now, I know that terrifying. one was dressed as a window, but it was essentially an emergency row exit. Yeah, yeah I'll never do that. I mean, I'll, be, a, I'll be scrunched up like Lurch for the rest of my that's life. That's an airline tunnel. in Drab's neck of the woods. Alaska, that's an Alaska yeah. Airlines, right? Yeah, I haven't logged Big time West Coast presence. Stay away. You get sick on a lot of trips. <laughs> like trips that we've had as a show. <laughs> trips going back to when I was going to Miami to spring break with him in college. Yeah. Get sick on trips. He does, but man, that is scary. When you're on a plane, there's nowhere. It's not like you can go upstairs, go to the shower, I went from and shower. Just, I was resting or lay my, down in your bed. I was resting my head against the chair in front of me. You can't oh, get any fresh to, air. To, yeah, to sixty suck. seconds later, I was on the toilet, no control over my bowels, sweat all over the floor. That sounds wearing, like a uh, a panic attack. Yeah. It wasn't fight panic. or flight response. Were you the wearing like hundred layers? Because we know you like to. Did you I mean, have I too many a, clothes on? I was just dressed. I think I was dressed like everybody. What else were you wearing? Plane. I don't sweatpants. Know. I was wearing a, a, a hoodie and a t-shirt. I was on a plane. I was the flop outside. sweat though is probably like I've only had that happen to me once well, in my no, life. It's a sweat that happens to you when yeah. you're about to pass out. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever passed out before? That's no, but I had that flop sweat yeah. when we had the ESPN tryout, and I remember I rolled my ankle right before. <laughs> yeah, no, I, get I, it. I, I had to rush a fight or flight response, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I was about to pass out. My yeah. ankle you swelled sweat, up like and a then balloon. You get dizzy. Yeah, no, I was yeah. going down. Yeah, <laughs> I was going down. I bet your heart rate was crazy too. And then my I wife said, said she'd never seen me that white. And the lady, she kept coming to me the rest of the flight every five minutes. <laughs> she asked me if I was diabetic. Are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> I'm not kidding. Were you wearing a hat? Probably. Uh, probably. I don't know. Probably. I don't know. I don't remember that part. Did you strip down to a t-shirt? Yeah. So you could breathe a little bit. Yeah. The mm. only thing that saved me was the Twizzlers. So when you got, <laughs> well, to- all I'm saying about the hat and look, I'm I catching up sugar. to you. Yeah. I had low blood if you sugar. take off your hat, your hair is white. No, it no, no, adds no, no. to that, dude. It's not my white hair. They, my skin was white. I understand. I'm just Complexion saying it adds to I lost all the blood or whatever. I yeah. pooped it all out. Did you make pooped. Did you make a complete mess in the bathroom? Oh, my was it, God. Was it, a it was a catastrophe, <laughs> Cakes. It was like, this is what I imagined. I told my wife, this is what happened. You know when you die, they say you involuntarily just poop? Yeah. I think that's what happened. I think I basically died. You dodged a oh. bullet. You I stayed alive I died, somehow. I basically just died. Yeah, I literally scary. thought of Elvis. I, I, I never want to get on a plane again. Yeah. Anyway, well, that, when that you happened. got to Nashville, were you sick all the, through Nashville? I mean, I was like at sixty percent. I was yeah. like at sixty. So it was a terrible trip. Be- By the way, Nashville overrated. Trashville. It's two, it's two Times Square. It's tor- oh. two touristy. Like it's two. It's two Vegasy. Yeah. Like I wanted it to be like quaint bars. Some guy playing acoustic. The next Morgan. <laughs> no, Wallen. it's like no, all it's, built up. It's just like. Trash hillbillies, which I like hillbillies, but it's just like, just trash. Come into my rest bar, buy some friggin' cowboy boots. Bachelorette parties. Spend a bunch of money on drinks and food. A million people. Isn't it expensive? I've been told it's really expensive. I have no idea. I I, I know. You're you're the wrong person to ask. Believe me, I wasted a ton of money. I just, you know. Hey, you had a new death experience. 
What do you care about money yeah. at yeah, that I mean, point? I live. Just, hey, you didn't get, just it, you didn't get like a 10-gallon hat from a store? <laughs> no, but my daughters, they all bought cowboy boots. Like, oh, they why? did? Why are you buying Dude, those? Dude, those, those are like, uh, if you get the really expensive ones, they're like $1,000 for yeah, the no, cowboy no, no, boots. No, you had a 10-gallon oh, poop on the they were, airplane. They were, $100, they were $100 a pop. Okay. They were $100 a pop. But they, I'm like, why are you getting this? They're they like, get oh. they get the wide-brim hats and everything. <laughs> no, but they got the boots. Mm-hmm. Every country star in the world has a bar there. Luke right. Brian, um, Miranda Aldine. Lambert, Jason Aldean. We went to all of them. Yep. Yep. Kid Rock. Forget it. Florida Georgia Line. They you, all have let bars. me ask this. Will, will you go back? I'd go for a day. <laughs> I mean, you know, I was there for four nights. I, I went with friends, so I had fun. I had fun being at 70%. I'll be there next Labor Day weekend. It's just not what I was hoping Finally. Finally. Because <laughs> the Hokies are going to be They're there, right? Vanderbilt. That's what was right. Vanderbilt's campus like? It's fine. Their their football stadium is a complete disaster because they're <laughs> renovating it. I assume Tech's playing well, Vandy in program. the Titans. Titan, Titan Stadium is very. It's 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 eh. Yeah. It's average. Well, that's why they're building a new one. They're building a new one. But yeah. I'm talking to people there, and they're not happy about it because, of course, they're taxing them and taking mm. all their money. When's, it's a perfectly fine stadium. There's nothing special. When's about the new it. one going to be done? I'm going to build it right next. To oh, okay. Me. I gave some stranger fifty bucks to park in some random. Uh, it, like a uh, restaurant that went is no longer there. Their parking lot. I'm sure it was a homeless guy just took my fifty bucks. You know what I mean? It's a it weird was an bit. abandoned. Boy, I'm really restaurant. looking forward to this. Trip. Yeah, it sounds like an amazing trip. Yeah, hey, I mean, but you it's made fine. it. You made it out alive. Yeah, it was fine. I mean, better. I'm about ninety percent now. Mm. Dude, I, mean, I know. I, everyone I knew was sick. Yeah, over you Christmas. were sick. We're drabby. How long were you sick? You, Sarah was sick. I, I was only sick for twenty four hours, but the rest of the family was sick, sick for a week. Valdez sick for two weeks. I was sick for about two weeks. I got, I was very sick, and then I got better, and then I got re sick. And, and Christmas was just a disaster. Christmas brutal. I, I was that was my sickest is on Christmas Day. Couldn't yeah. see my brother. Right. Everyone uh, put me in the corner. I opened my <laughs> presents and stockings in the corner. My shame. mom is currently sick. She called me. She called me three fifteen. Can't stop coughing. She got no voice. Oh yeah, my wife had a cough for seemed like two months. <clears throat> I'm dodging bullets. My son sick, my daughter sick, but still, to me, any doctor, I don't care if it's an urgent care or not, <laughs> with a six year old who has a hundred and four degree temperature, you got to do a throat culture. I would think could spot an ear infection and strep throat. Those you, seem like basics. You would think. And the first doctor whiffed. Right. And we had to go to another one the next day. And my wife got to throw the old, you know I what? told you so. It's the Ron Rivera of doctors. <laughs> yes. What you did. We will give you the breaking news when it happens. Ron Rivera soon to be out as the head coach of the Washington Commanders. Why is everybody so out on Bill Belichick? We'll tackle that next here in the Junkies. Breaking news. Ron Rivera has been fired as coach of the Washington Commanders after four seasons. The news coming first from Adam Schefter on ESPN.com and Ian Rappaport from NFL Network. The team finished 26-40-1 in those four campaigns. Washington won the NFC East in Rivera's first season with a 7-9 and record, but have not posted a winning record during his tenure. The franchise has not been above 500 since 2006 and has not won 10 games since 2012. Ron Rivera is out as coach of the Washington Commanders. Breaking news from 106.7 The Fan is presented by BetQL. Smarter bets start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. I'm Byron Kerb on The Fan. So there it is. We knew it was a Misery Monday presented by Chiniga Miles. Join the Mission of Careers with MIOS.com. Ron Rivera out as the head coach. We talked about his record here in Washington, his career record, one game under 500, but his 
record here in Washington. One not thirty nine percent of his games. Thirty nine percent of his games in four seasons. Uh, did finish eight eight and one last year, but never above five hundred. Got to the playoffs in year one overall. Finished twenty six forty and one. He's out. And Schefter added um, in his tweets that they kind of have a hiring committee. They've apparently Josh Harris has hired. Bob Myers, who used to be the GM of the Golden State Warriors, who mm-hmm. won a bunch of championships, and the ex-Vikings GM, Rick Spielman. And further, Ian Rappaport says his tweet is a little bit different than Schefter's. He said the commanders are hiring one of the best in sports, luring two-time NBA executive of the year Bob Myers to the NFL to help, ru- to help run their franchise. Mm. Bombshell. So is he just helping assist to find who's going to run the franchise? Like, I don't think that's a guy that you just hire as part of your search committee. Like, that mm. sounds like a permanent guy who's going to make and decisions. And that's like a highly yeah, desired yeah. I think he's a really, really, yeah, people really like Bob Myers. Right. Here's his quote. But we're bringing from, an NBA guy into the NFL. Yeah. I guess so. Bob Myers says, I've been fortunate to know Josh Harris for many years, and his commitment to building championship caliber teams is what drew me here. In my experience, championship infrastructure begins with a strong ownership group that prioritizes culture and invests in attracting the industry's most talented and innovative leaders. In speaking with Josh and his team, it's clear they will do everything it takes to build a world-class organization, one that can win on the field and make a positive mark and in the DMV This is a community. Harris type of move. Like he, he brought in Daryl Morey to run the Sixers. He's not, he's not going to spare any expense in the front office. Like you can spend Still freely confused. there. Is he the I, GM uh, or is he going to be team president? I don't know. He's the, this sounds like a listening. team president. Well, what does Spielman's – did they say what Spielman's role I, I they, said, know, they said that Spielman is part of, along with Myers, this is according to Schefter, part of a group that's going to hire the next coach. Okay. So, so it sounds like that's the front like, office. Yeah, so Spielman would be your NFL chops guy, and Bob Myers is just your, like, your president – personnel like are you know like i feel like myers was a name guy. that was brought up for the wizards before they well, hired. he was highly desirable yeah and he just said he wanted to take a year off right yeah, he's so been he working on yes does yeah. that mean we have our gm Do we have our gm it sounds I don't like think it. so i don't think so either. i think he's I gonna so. hire the gm but well, it sounds like he's gonna yeah be but like, they're gonna hire the coach that the gm hires the coach right so he'll hire he'll help hire the gm but it says he's here to hire the coach does it say he's here to hire the GM? I'd be a little bit hesitant for him to be just named the GM. But what about Spielman? That's what I'm saying. It's Spielman is the is yeah. the football he's the de facto chops GM. GM. Ding. Myers would be like the team president. Uh, maybe they do hire so somebody like the else. Jason, he's yeah. the new Jason Wright. Maybe. I don't have a or problem with it. Yeah. Just because he's an NBA guy. I mean, look. He's um, been very successful. He's a the, successful the Nationals guy. had uh, a guy who's been in multiple sports, right, prior to Rizzo. Dan Caston was one guy that done both. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's been done before. Whatever. Yeah. It's fine. Good luck. He's hiring smart guys. Yeah. That's what he's trying to do. And Spielman's somebody who's They say they did they did fire Mayhew, but we didn't hear about Herney. So Herney may be sticking around. So maybe it's gonna be a combo Herney, Spielman, Myers. Myers. Right. It's possible. I bet Herney's out. Maybe Herney's like a consultant. Why didn't they mention him? Well, because he doesn't—he doesn't have that fancy title like for GM, a news report. He? He's not a GM. Wasn't he coach? No. The buzz in the last few months is that Herney's gotten kind of tight with Josh Harris, right? So maybe he survives. Did the you see running. those reports a yes. couple weeks ago? No. Yes. I think Herney's sticking around. He may. They would have fired him. Why didn't they fire him? 
Why fired hey, me? Hey, look. Maybe they have. What's better than being a highly paid consultant? They they, you just consult. What's Marty Herney's job check. title like for a story? It's not as great. You say he, they fired the GM, they fired the coach. No, but Herney and May were like would, a package. They were, they were. They were a package deal. I know, but he didn't have the title. But there was a report that he that Harris was was close to Herney. So I, I understand. Yeah, so I don't. I'm not surprised that Herney's still there. I'm not saying he's going to stay, but I'm not surprised. I think he survived the initial wave. <clears throat> what it seems like. So, so, congrats on hitting closest to. You were almost all over. You guessed eight eighteen a.m. and I think the news came out at around eight twenty. Eight twenty. That's a fast meeting, by the way. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, what, what, no, what, I don't what think happens? the I don't think the meeting has happened yet. I think the just the the news the news is leaked. No, I think the team meeting is Ron saying goodbye. Right. Yeah. I think he's already met with Josh. There's no way Harris tells Schefter and Rappaport, yeah, he's fired before he fires him. Or it already I, happened. It might have already happened last like, night. Like he didn't all of a sudden like. Today I'm hiring Bob Myers. Today I'm hiring Spielman. No, of course they have all been in place. No, no, of course. Ron already knew. Of course, but you still have to do it. Any meeting he had with Harris was five minutes or less. You know what it was like? It was like those those perfunctory handshakes that coaches do at the end of games, where they barely look at each other and they shake hands Mm -hmm. and walk off. That's what Josh Harris did. If I were Josh Harris, I would have showed up with a with a big venti coffee for Ron. You know, it's like a small parting gift. We sit down. We we have a handshake, and you just say, "Look, things didn't work out. I'm the new ball, new guy in charge. You you, you won less than forty percent of your games. You were the right guy to hire in 2020. It just didn't work out." We All right, let's break ways. this down with the callers. We can open up the phone lines at eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. We knew that Ron Rivera was out, but what do you make of the hiring of the ex Golden State Warriors I think GM? I actually like it. And See, now you're Rick starting to get no, one guy out of 100. Okay. Spielman, but, who was a football guy who was with the Vikings for a long time. I know he's been around a long time, but I don't I don't know if he's good or bad. I heard him on Kimes' podcast you six weeks ago. You were very gloom and doom for the first two hours. I think this Bob Myers hiring is... is I think they hired a very respected guy. He's probably... Oh, yeah. He's probably... Step he's won, step how many, championships, right how many yeah. championships did he win as a GM? I don't know. Three or four? I think it was a big blow when he left the Warriors. Yeah. Spielman was the general manager of the Vikings from 2012 to 2021. He was the guy who's got 10 years experience. He was the guy who couldn't believe that uh, the Eagles picked Jalen Rager, a pick before him in the Justin Jefferson draft. Where else has Spielman been? Where else has Spielman been? I mean, he was with the Dolphins. I mean, he's been an executive since 1990. So Lions to Bears. He was the director of pro personnel for the Bears, 97 through 99. Then he went to the Dolphins, where he was uh, different titles, was the GM in 2004. Then became the VP of player personnel with the Vikings for five years before becoming the GM. My buddy Jamal's worked underneath him for many, many years. Why don't you call him up? Why don't you get him on the show? That would be huge. I mean, he drafted Adrian Peterson back in the day. He drafted Percy Harvin to the mm-hmm. Vikings. Now, he also drafted Christian Ponder. So, I mean, yeah, you've got your hits and your misses. Okay? <laughs> right. Christian Ponder, first-round pick, right? Yes. Hey, yeah. I'd be sized if he's part of the hiring committee and hires my buddy to be GM. He had interviews last year for GM. Jamal Stevenson, I'm a proponent. JP is advocating. I'd, I'd advocate for my buddy, too. <laughs> I think they already have, it sounds like they already have their brain trust. Sounds like it, especially if it's especially Myers. Especially if Herney stays, Spielman, Myers. and Myers. Yeah. I don't know that Herney guy? stays. I know you guys are in on Herney staying. Listen, what, they would have fired him. Why did they fire him? Maybe, Maybe they have. What is your take? 
Well, Kime in his tweet uses the word advise. My, right. Those guys will advise in commander's overhaul. Right. And in the tweet it so that's says what I thought they originally. will lead a search for so, so are they, they just coach. like an executive headhunter yeah, group that's going to help? It's what it sounds like. That's what it transition. sounded like originally. Yeah. But think about it. Everyone says that if, if Harris does things the right way, the right way you do things is you hire a GM. Your GM hires a coach. So these guys can't hire the coach. The GM has to. If you do things the right way, the GM well, hires the coach. Maybe he's maybe Myers is not. Maybe the they GM. just haven't it's announced just, it. It's yet. like an in-house executive just, headhunter. Dude, firm. Spielman's got legit NFL. He's the GM. GM. Yeah, he's I know. A, that's a legit GM. It, it sounds like he is the GM. But he Myers might not want to be a GM anymore. He might just be. He wants to slide into a more executive role and have somebody who's got their hands on more in the personnel, and he might oversee him. We don't know. I like the moves, though. I like the out of the box bringing an NBA guy who's been super successful. Who I've seen him on TV. He's a big analytics guy. He's been doing ESPN NBA yeah. coverage. He's been this a year. winner his entire yeah. career. Yeah, he and I think he, he was smart. I think he won as he a player. Also, he got out at the exact right time with Golden yeah, State. He's Golden State going to fall apart. They're going like this now. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just confused. I need clarification. All right, let's go to the phones. I'm sure. What we'll do people get it. think? Ron's out. We knew that was going to happen today. Uh, the tea time tracker. We can retire that now. It was yep. correct. It was correct for several weeks. Yep. There it is. Fired on Black Monday. God, those meetings. That, that literally, I think he met with him for like a minute. Right. Shook well, hands. I mean, and I mean they what said, more has to be said? I mean, I know it's just weird. Could have had I a meeting last weird. night after the game. Yeah. You like Spielman? He played lacrosse. The handshake that Harris had with Rivera on the field pregame yesterday when they were yeah. smoking and joking with Gibbs. I mean, you could just you're a body language expert. I didn't see it. Go back and, and it just looked like kind of like a dead fish type of handshake from Harris <laughs> to Ron. Like there wasn't an extended, you know, back and forth between the two. So I can understand why the meeting was brief. Uh all right, let's go to Mark in Burke. Mark, what's up, buddy? You're on with the junkies. Hey, good it's morning, official. guys. How are you? Hey, hey, how metaphorically appropriate that right after EB's Ebola on an airplane, we have this happen. So <laughs> look, looks like all the garbage is being taken out at once. And I'm thrilled, guys. Don't you think that Myers was behind the trades as well? I mean, behind letting Montez and Chase go too then? I think Shen was a big part of that. I'm not sure no if idea. Spielman and Myers were part of it at that point. But who knows who, we don't know. who Harris has been talking to and consulting we with have no in the idea. last month or six weeks. Right. I think he's had a brain trust sort of in place from the beginning. I'm excited. I mean, uh, Lurch, your 49ers rebuilt completely, right? I mean, they were trash, what, five, ten years ago? And now they're they're awesome. So I think we're finally in a good place, guys. Um, and it's hard for me to be optimistic being a 50-year fan. But it looks like a much better place. Uh, thanks for your show, guys. It's really been awesome. Thanks. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. They're not in the better place yet, but the, it seems like they're taking steps to try to get there. I mean, let's let's be honest. They finished the season yesterday four and thirteen. They're in a disastrous spot right now. Somebody's sending me an ESPN report that's saying that Mayhew is staying on. I, okay. I'm so confused. I mean, I the, the Schefter report said that Ron obviously just, fired along. We with just got to wait for the, we got to wait for the dust to settle. That's all. Well, how can people be reporting opposite things? They're trying to be first. Yeah, that's what it is. Man, We've seen this for years. I would just first. assume if someone reports something that, that it's true. You can't you can't assume anything. Who knows what's happening? Hmm. The ESPN report the- here says Herney will remain on his staff through the search process. 
maybe maybe only I don't know. It might be because of their contract. Maybe they only hang on for a month. Eventually they they're out. I would imagine soldiers helping through the transition. I would imagine you're going to have a completely new regime. But maybe you need these guys. Look, they're preparing for a draft, right? Until you get the new guys in place, these guys work for you. They do the college scouting and stuff, and and then eventually you move on. Let's go, Bobby Fredericksburg. Bobby, what's up? Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. If you want to chime in, it is official. Ron Rivera, at least, Bobby, let go. Hey, Bobby. Yay! How y'all doing? What's up, Bobby? Good. Listen, I just think that Josh Harris getting all these people together because he wants to get it right. And he wants to not only have a one-year contender, but a consistent contender. Of course. And there's reports that says he likes the way the Baltimore Ravens Mm -hmm. do business. I believe that's where he's headed because one of the best executives in sports is Ozzie Newsom. The Ravens have been consistent winners ever since they came to Maryland. So I believe that's the the model that he's trying to duplicate here in Washington. So I believe the general manager and the coach is coming from the Ravens. That's what I believe. So That could very well be the case. And Look, if you want to <laughs> blueprint yourself after somebody else or model yourself, the Ravens are a great place to start. So I can understand him trying to poach talent. From that organization. Here's from Makes the, all the sense in the world. Here's from the ESPN.com article written by Woj, mm-hmm. basketball side, and Schefter, NFL side. In a search that will commence immediately, Myers will take a lead role in identifying and coordinating interviews with candidates for the top football operations and head coaching jobs with Spielman set to work closely with him. Okay. So they're just consultants. So they're it leading like. the it says here is for what it sounds for like. the GM says Harris, and coach. And coach. It says Harris will be closely involved in the search processes, but his longstanding relationship with Myers, a two-time NBA executive of the year, evolved in recent months and convinced the owner that Myers' championship resume and industry relationships could play a significant role in building Washington's new leadership structure. The commander's current front office, including GM Martin Mayhew and executive VP of football player personnel Martin Herney, will remain on staff through the search process. They're going to be gone once the search process is over. Right. They're just on now. Who reported right. that Mayhew was fired? I believe it was Schefter. I'll, I'll double check it. And who's reporting that it's that he's not? <laughs> Woj. Oh. <laughs> so these guys. So Spielman. But and... they got a statement here from Harris. Which leads me to believe the Woj report. That they're staying on at least through the process. Hmm. Josh, Here's Josh Harris's quote. This is a crucial offseason for us. We won't shy away from the work needed to get back to a place where we can deliver a winning culture top to bottom. I've known Bomb a long time. Watched him construct four championship teams in a highly successful organization for Golden State. He's innovative, thoughtful, well-connected across sports, and understands what it takes to solidify and sustain championship infrastructure. I think he's going to be incredibly additive. So so the the report that Mayhew was fired came from Ari Mirov. Who's that dude? He's got a blue check mark on Twitter, but anybody <laughs> have a blue check mark on Twitter in 2024. All right, well, come back, take your calls. Do you like... The early direction of what Josh Harris is doing, thinking outside the box, 
hiring an NBA guy. Maybe that's your Magic Johnson influence, too. Mm. An NBA executive in Bob Myers and a former GM in Rick Spielman that are going to be looking for a new GM and a new coach. 800-636-1067. We're the Junkies. Coming right back. Welcome back on the Misery Monday presented by Chiniga Mayos. Join the mission at careers with MIOS.com. Misery Monday for Ron Rivera, who has been fired as the head coach of the Washington Commanders. Finishes with a pretty terrible record as the head coach. And now you've got the news that Josh Harris, the new owner of the Commanders, has hired Bob Myers, two-time NBA Executive of the Year, four-time NBA champion, and ex-Vikings GM Rick Spielman to help in the search for a new head of football ops and a new head coach. Do you like the move? I put it up as the new Junkies poll of the day, brought to you by Van Meter Homes. I think everybody in this room likes it, right? So far. So far, Seems yeah. like a positive. Can't about Absolutely. It. Anybody think that this is a bad move, that Josh Harris has hired Bob Myers and Rick Spielman right now? No. Nobody. I mean, nobody Nobody on this side of the glass. I don't know about th- those other dogs over there, but it seems overwhelmingly positive. It's kind of exciting because we're so used to kind of retreads. Mm-hmm. Ron Rivera was a retread. Mike Shanahan was a retread. Jay Gruden wasn't a retread. He was kind of the young offensive coordinator, right. like, like a Ben Johnson type at the time. Um, so I think it's kind of exciting. Outside the box, we'll see what they come up with. I'm just confused on their role. Are they just like advisors and they're just chilling it and they're going like to work it. for a right couple now, weeks? Now, now sometimes I'm the advisors, confused. sometimes the advisors hire themselves. Like, you know, when presidents have their <laughs> transitions, amazing gig. <laughs> don't you, you know, I like when, make myself a full time employee no, happens all the time. Like <laughs> right. when, when the president's, uh, when a new president takes over, they they have that transition period, and they hire like a chief of staff who's bringing in all these people, and then mm-hmm. they go, yeah, and, I, and you know what? I'm going to be the chief of staff. Yeah, but when, if they do hire a GM, if, if Myers and Spielman get together and hire a GM, and then that guy, do they just step back and say, all right, our job's done, or are they still in place? I would That's guess. I would guess. Josh Harris. I would guess that they would stay in place. I don't in some regards, but maybe as an executive, me, it doesn't read to me like they hired these guys for a few weeks. Yeah, it reads to me like these are going to be part of this. Is, these guys are part of the organization, and there's going to be other guys they hire underneath them. Especially what I mean, Bob that, Myers. That, this is a guess. But that's how I read it. Well, yeah. If you read what Bob Myers said, it seems like it doesn't seem like he's just coming on for a couple weeks. Yeah, sounds like he's got a relationship with Josh Harris from years in the NBA. Mm-hmm. He likes Josh Harris, and he wants to work with this team. And I know. Watching him on ESPN is a sharp guy, but a lot of times those guys do that as a temporary gig and want a new challenge. All right, let's go to let's go to the phones here. People want to chime in. Let's go to Steve in Manassas. Hey, Steve, what's up, man? You're on with the Junkies. Hey, Junks. Yeah, I like the move. I think Harris has probably been thinking about it for a while, and and I think you they'll think? you know they'll they'll get our right GM in, get us a coach in, draft a quarterback. By this time next summer, EB has us winning 12 games again. I hope uh, so. We'll see about that. I hope so. By the way, here's the last line Seems of the like statement. The last line of the statement from Bob Myers, and you can interpret it to whether you believe this is a temporary gig for him or a full-time gig. He says, this is the type of opportunity that really inspires me, and I look forward to contributing to the next chapter 
of this storied franchise. Is this another episode? Can, by can the only way, go where up. We have, we have multiple Bob Myers in the market. Isn't Valdez's dad's name <laughs> Bob Myers? That's uh, yes. Did not know that. Can we can we I mean, interview? Just, Bob you didn't Myers. know the name of my dad. Can we? <laughs> you met, Bob you've Bob met him like next. ten times. I didn't know his first name was Bob. <laughs> I mean, I just I, I had to confirm. I just I called not, him Mr. Myers. I was ninety-eight percent sure his name is Bob. Bob. There's another Bob Myers in town. Right. Even though the first Bob Myers is in the Dina. Does this Bob have a son named Michael? I, I would guess not. Probably not. Hmm. Probably not the case. All right. So so Spielman. I, I think it's going to be, we were talking about it during a break. I feel like it's going to be like one of these Wizards organization deals where they have like 100, 100 guys. 100 guys. Right. So you don't know a lot who, of lieutenants running around. You don't around. really know who's the well, hell Capitals in do that too. Like, like. <clears throat> They have their GM, but Patrick is always part of the organization, right? right. Dick Pat. Dick is he still around? Yeah. Is he like, still around? He's like hockey royalty. Yeah, but is he still around? I think he might I mean, be like a, some he? sort of team. Like, I don't know if he's I mean, he's been around he's forever. He's got some sort of role. I feel like he's not still around. Is he still around? He might be around. <laughs> Says he's part owner, president, uh, and alternate governor of the Washington Capitals. Beautiful part owner. Whatever that means. Right. They have an alternate governor? <laughs> I didn't know they had a governor. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I think it's nothing but positive to bring in outsiders that have sterling resumes like Bob Myers and Spielman. I mean, he's been in the game as a scout or a personnel guy since 1990. For a long time. Yeah, Bob I mean, Myers yeah. is a tall dude, by the way. 6'7", played wow. basketball at UCLA. Hey, I think he won a championship there. I think he was on the 95 team. Hmm. Now, this is one of the things that was said about Harris when he was first confirmed as the owner of the team, that he was going to do things the right way, bring in the right guys right. to help run the organization. Love and it. so far, it's playing out this way. Right. Same thing he did in Philadelphia and New Jersey. Yeah. And I think he's been a cross-sports guy. I remember initially reading about him that um, – which team did he own first? The, the Sixers, right? Yes. <laughs> the Sixers, then the Devils? Yes. And that he used some of the same guys in the front office from the Sixers to then – Move over to the Devils. Now, both correct. those teams had lean years early on. Yeah. The Sixers may be a little more notoriety for their trust the process. And then the Devils, if you look at it, they've just recently gotten good. Right. It's taken a little time to build them out. You know, it's funny. I We, we talked about it when we had John on at 7 o'clock. Um, John was referencing it without saying his name. But I, and I said, John, I listened to that podcast. John yeah. interviewed Rick Spielman. Spielman like three or four weeks ago. Yeah. And Spielman was the guy, I don't know, he probably was already talking to, to Josh, who was hyping up this job, saying the reason why it's the most attractive job out there is because of the ownership group. Yeah. And that's interesting. He probably was already yeah. hired. So J.P. Or, Finley just that's tweeted why, this a minute and ago. And that's why he shot down the Bill Belichick stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, J.P. Finley at J.P. Finley NBCS. Very important for Commanders fans to understand. Source makes clear Bob Myers and Rick Spielman are advisors to Josh Harris. They are not the new full-time hires. Okay. Advisors. All right. Uh, Consultants. But, but, yeah. but that doesn't mean they're going to leave in two weeks or yeah. two months. They could stay on. They could stay yeah. on as advisors for sounds, five years. Sounds open-ended. Myers uh, made his teeth as an agent for many years. I think 14 years as an agent. He has a law degree from Loyola Law School, and it's then he became like, an executive. Like a dreamy-looking guy, too. And yeah, uh, moved up the ranks. Um, as an executive, became two-time executive 
of the year. I think he cut his teeth as an agent. Made his teeth doesn't. Oh doesn't, yeah, I said doesn't make any sense. I, his, I combined made his bones. Made his bones. And cut his it's teeth. all good. Yes. Teeth are kind of bones, so I can, I can see where you made. <laughs> no, it's mix, a botch. Mix that up. If it's I said good. that, I didn't know they said it's it. all good. Um, bottom line is he was an agent, then an right. executive, two-time executive of the year, and he's going to be part of the search committee for president of football ops and a head coach, along with the ex-Vikings GM Rick Spielman. Join us next to talk about it. Kevin Sheehan will give us his take. Host the Kevin Sheehan Show on Team 980. That's next here on the Junkies. Welcome back. Junkies coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. Appreciate you listening to us on 910 The Fan in Richmond. And we're streaming live on the Odyssey app. You can take us on the go wherever you are. And you can also watch us on the Monumental Sports Network, presented by Crop Metcalf, the official heating <laughs> and cooling company of the Junkies. Got the full crew, Cake, CB, Bish, and JP. That is the foursome talking about the latest news regarding the Washington Commanders. As expected, Ron Rivera let go by Josh Harris today after four years as the head coach of the team. By the way, claps to Josh Harris for doing this in the heart of the junk show. Thank you. Mm, yes. We do appreciate that. Yep. All of us, thank you. It's a big you. deal. Every we have learned us, thank you. not only is Ron out, but that they have hired the two-time NBA Executive of the Year, Bob Myers, who led the Golden State Warriors. Although I would say Steph Curry led the Golden State Warriors and Kevin Durant, but he was yeah, the, the GM of them. that team for NBA championships, so he's, he's got to get rings. some credit. Absolutely. So here's the he hired real Steve quick. Kerr. That was one of the big moves he did. Yeah. I know we have Kevin on, and just to, to complete it, Rick Spielman, ex GM of the Vikings, uh, has also been hired to be part of an advisory committee. So, so Josh released a statement. It's on Commanders. We're going to go to Kevin in a second. It says, today we made the decision to part ways with Ron Rivera. I want to thank Ron and his wife, Stephanie, for all they did for the commanders and DMV community, uh, especially during the transition. Ron helped navigate the U.S. organization through some challenging times. He's a good man and thoughtful leader who's positive. So he said nice things about Ron. Yeah. And he goes, as we look ahead, we recognize the results of the season were not good enough, and a strategic shift in leadership and approach is necessary. Alongside my partners, I've, I've assembled a small advisory committee to assist me in identifying two important roles for the organization. Head of football operations and head coach. Okay. All right. So maybe they're not going to have a GM. It, the title will be head of football operations and head coach. I've asked Mitchell Rails, Irvin Magic Johnson, and David Blitzer, as well as Bob Myers and Rick Spielman to join the advisory committee that will work with me to make the best decisions for the franchise. Okay. So there you go. There and then there's some other words there. But um, and there was conflicting reports whether Martin Mayhew was fired <laughs> or not. He was. I think not. that was a false report. Yeah. yeah. Somebody got over their skis. Yeah, but this happens. Team. This happens in organizations a lot of times that guys are held on for a couple weeks. First transition. You're right. Yeah, yeah. You're right. That doesn't mean that he's going to stay. Um. So there you go. Advisory. He's, they're part of the advisory committee. How long they stay on? Who knows? We know that Rails and Magic aren't going anywhere. I'm not. Is Blitzer one of the owners too? Is he one of the guys? One of the, the minority owners. Group? I don't I, know. I assume. You know, Rails and Magic aren't going anywhere. All right, our pal Kevin Sheehan joins us right now, host of the Kevin Sheehan Show on Team 980. What's up, Sheehan? What's up, boys? Got well, some news busy today. Morning. Things are happening. Busy morning, yep. yeah. we knew this was coming. I mean, I, I, I'm a little bit surprised that 
uh, it's Myers and Spielman so quickly as the advisory group. But we've kind of been wondering for months now. You knew Josh Harris was going to have somebody advising him on who he should hire when they moved on from Ron and everybody else. And uh, it's an all-star lineup. Certainly Myers is. Yeah, I mean, the the Myers is a sexy hire. Yeah, the question is, sure. Kev, the question is, Kev, is, um, you know, what roles do those two guys play as opposed to Magic? Um, you know, maybe there was an, a relationship, a Magic relationship there with Myers, too, but um, just being in the NBA. But who's actually going to come up with the name? You know what I mean? Who's going to go out there? If there's five guys, I mean, they might have different names that they really like. Who's going to come up with that name? Well, they're probably going to chip in all their names. Right. First of all, they're probably also going to have, right, they have these consultants that come in and tell yeah. you who to interview. Well, what it shows me yeah. most importantly is that Josh Harris is saying, this is on you guys to do this. Okay. I'm not I'm not going to be the guy that's making this decision as to who. Well, he's next. making the final call. He'll, he'll make the final call, but he's not the guy that's setting up the interviews, sitting down in a room with them every single time. I wouldn't think. Seems like a good process anyway, right? Right, Kev? Yeah, I mean, this isn't Dan and Vinny, you know, interviewing Fossil and then hiring Zorn right. and, you know, as a coordinator and then Zorn as a head coach. These are, are real people with real experience. You're talking about one of the, the best basketball heads in recent memory. You know, Spielman had kind of an up-and-down career. By the way, Spielman was the guy that paid you-know-who, uh, as in Kirk Cousins, all that money to mm. come to, uh, to to Minnesota. You know, it's one of these things where you, you just know that this is the first step. They're, they're, they've put together this group, and it's like, tell us the direction we should go in. Should we hire a team president who hires a general manager, who hires a head coach? Is it just the GM we want next and then the head coach? Will one of these two eventually just become so ingrained in the process that Harris looks at both of them and says, well, why don't you guys just do it? Now, Myers probably would not be available to be a full-time uh, team president, I don't think, um, in football, but it's possible. Spielman has been unemployed for a, a couple of years now um, after being replaced uh, by Adolfo Mensa in, in Minnesota. So, yeah, I mean, it, look, the bottom line is Harris isn't going out and putting his own list together, which is good right. news. Mm-hmm. Hey, real quick before we really project what's going to happen here in the coming weeks, I just want your take on the Ron Rivera era. Where do you think it went wrong for Ron? Uh, when he took the job, because anybody <laughs> that took the job with Dan Snyder owning the team wasn't going to be successful. I mean, Joe Gibbs had a losing record when he was here. So we all understand that, that we always had to suspend reality um, to have these conversations uh, about a team owned by Snyder. But I don't know. There's so many things. Like, I actually have... have and I'm sure you guys have as well over the years. I mean, this guy came into, you know, a toxic environment to begin with. And then it really was ratcheted up with the name change, with all the investigations, with a pandemic, with a personal health crisis. I mean, he had it worse than anybody else did here. He also was not cut out to be a head coach and the chief football roster decision maker. That was too much for him to do. Delegating a lot of the coaching responsibilities wasn't what he really did in Carolina. And because of it, he didn't do either job very well. So um, he took the gig because it, it, you know, it, it included a lot of control, but ultimately I think that control doomed him in, in some, uh, in some small way. You know where else he failed at basically every turn? Like whenever he stepped in front of the mic, oh. I mean, I, that guy oh. buried himself more at press conferences. Yeah, and not as just 
Like it's, not a strong point. He did it a couple know. weeks ago when he was talking about love. I've only really been coaching for like the last five or six weeks. The first yeah. three and a half years, I was, I was a manager. Managing. Yeah, yeah like, I know. Well, why? Even if that's the case, why would you say that? Yeah, I asked him when he was coming on with me during the season two seasons ago. I said, "What may what is different about the job here versus in Charlotte?" And he said, "I'm a delegator. I'm much more of a CEO coach." Yeah. And he just wasn't, you know, a CEO type. Um, and so that, that, yeah, no, he was not, um, it was entertaining when he stepped to the mic cause you, you'd get one thing one day and another the next, but everybody says this about Ron Rivera, great guy, great man, um, a natural born kind of mentor and leader. He just wasn't a very good football coach, nor a very good general manager here and left the team with so many holes. I mean, so, yeah, but it, so but, but at least the second pick in the draft, well, you know, in a lot of cap space, right? That is true. That just depends on. Well, that's why it's so important for Harris to hire some competent people who right. are going to hire competent people to make that pick. And hopefully but if it works they're going to do this process correct, mm-hmm. Kevin, right? They have to hire the front office guys first, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I think this is. Again, I think uh, I've been wondering for the last couple of months, who's Josh Harris talking to? Is it somebody Mm -hmm. at Pittsburgh? Kevin Colbert isn't there anymore. He was the longtime, you know, head of personnel. Who's he talking to? Is it somebody in basketball, somebody in hockey, somebody in football through his ties with the Steelers, somebody magic knows because he wasn't the type that was just going to put his own list together and say, here are the GM candidates I want to interview. Here are the head coaches I want to interview. He was always the type that was going to seek out professional opinion, and that's what Bob Myers and Rick Spielman bring to the table. And I'll also tell you that you know Marty Herney inside that building has been a lean for Josh Harris over the last several months. You know, Herney's been in the league forever and Herney knows the league and I think he's leaned on Herney internally. Not that Herney's going to be involved in the organization moving forward, but um he's not, you know, he's the opposite of Dan. He's more of a consensus, you know, decision maker it would appear, but they got two guys at least in Myers with, you know, an impeccable reputation. I mean, this guy's been successful at everything he's done from, you know, walk on at UCLA, winning a national championship to working for the Wasserman group and becoming a massive agent um, with big time clients to becoming a GM. And he was an assistant GM. And literally he was so bright, so smart that they moved him to GM within 12 months after being hired. And obviously we know the warrior story um, after that. So these are the people that, you know, I'm sure he's been talking to, and now he has hired them essentially, and I, I think this should be made clear. I'm sure you guys have, have done this already, but these are not the hires. This is not the right. general manager right. hire or right. the team president hire. It could turn out to be that way, but these are the advisors, you know, slash consultants that are going to walk Josh Harris and Magic Johnson and Mitchell Rails and the ownership group through the process of hiring the best people to run the football operation. And I would imagine in Meyer's case as well, guys, to hire the right group to run the entire building. Mm -hmm. How long do you think that takes? I don't know because you know perhaps a lot of these people that they want to interview are currently still playing. Yeah. Right. So I forget what the actual windows for interviewing and being able to offer and hire are, but 
I would imagine that certainly some of the people that they want to talk to are still, you know, involved uh, in in football. Oh, I, I guarantee it. Yeah, yeah. Baltimore, yeah. San Francisco, maybe Philly. Yeah, Kime, exactly. Kime rejects <laughs> out of hand. He says he's got people within the ability to tell him there's no truth to it. Like Florio pushing this whole yeah. Belichick thing. Is it, yeah. Where do you stand on that? Yeah, I, I mean, Florio also pushed the whole Lamar Jackson thing like it was on the verge of happening. I mean, I, uh, I mean, we could go down the list with the, the reports from him over the years, and and a lot of the national guys just on this team in particular. I would say that is such a long shot. Um, you know, just the idea that they brought in Bob Myers and Rick Spielman to look for a general manager and head coach is Belichick going to take a gig? Where he's just the coach. I don't know. I, I've always kind of sensed, um, based on the kind of person we believe Josh Harris is, that they are going to go with the next thing rather than the previous thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, Kevin, it just doesn't make any sense. Kevin, what do you think the fate of Biennemi is? And has the, the fan base ever turned on a guy so quickly? I mean, halfway through the season, people were like, ah, this could be the next head coach when Ron's pushed out the door. I don't think anybody, very many people, at least, are thinking that at this point. I don't think serious people were ever that way. Our fan base is has gotten a little bit sideways a lot of times the last few years, whether it was Wentz or Heineke or Hal or Biennemi. Um, I think there's zero chance that he is here. Um, I shouldn't say zero. There's there's a chance that whomever they hire ends up having close ties with Biennemi, but I... I think, you know, there, it, this is going to be a clean slate for the GM and the head coach to be able to hire out their whole staff. The funny thing about Biennemi, I actually think last week and even in the first half yesterday were two of his better called games, mm. um, you know, comparatively. And he had an up and down year just like the quarterback did. But I just think the funny thing about Biennemi all along was that this was the only team that wanted to hire him and give him, you know, that kind of job and responsibility. People acted like it was a coup when they hired him. This was his only opportunity. Um, he wasn't terrible. I think that if they had to do it over again, they probably would have employed game plans that looked more like last week and even yesterday's to a certain degree in the first half mm-hmm. rather than, you know, leading the league in, in passing attempts uh, for much of the year. But, um, yeah, I don't think – I mean, Eric Biennemi is not going to be the new head coach. No, hey, I'm just no. connecting some <laughs> yeah. dots, and this is a grasper, but – Bob Myers, GM of the Golden State Warriors, 2011 through 2023, believe he intersects with one Jim Harbaugh in San Francisco. Yeah, Wait, of, mean, of course he would. Yeah. neighbors type thing? I have Just no, in the yeah. same circles, oh, yep. crossing sports, NBA. Mm-hmm. You got a San Francisco head coach who was highly successful, took the 49ers to the Super Bowl. Obviously, everybody wants him. I'm guessing that they know each other. Well, sure I would do. imagine, you know, in the Bay Area, the t- two most successful teams during that period, right? Um, uh, yeah, I-, I would I would guess they'd know each other. Man, you've got to have a certain... Um, Stanford as well. At Stanford as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now, uh, Myers, yes, in, in the Bay Area, but he was coaching at Stanford before Myers yes. got to the Bay yes. Area. Yeah. Uh, but um, you've got to have a certain thickness to, to, to be going in the Harbaugh direction. Not that I'd have a problem with it personally because he wins everywhere he goes. Um, but uh, that I still don't think the Harbaugh-Belichick route is the route that they ultimately take. But Josh Harris may be 
um, you know, willing to just, you know, turn to Myers and Spielman and say, give me my choices here and, and let's go from there. And, you know, there would be different buckets, right? The new edgy analytical guy, the guy with experience, you know, uh, and so I don't know, I, it, it, this is going to be fun to watch and I trust the process a little bit more and no, not, not to, mm-hmm. uh, pun it on, um, on the 76ers, but I trust it a little bit more with a guy like Myers involved. Yeah, I, I think this is a really good advisor who ultimately could be involved in some way more substantially, you know, down the road. I mean, depending on whether or not he can find somebody as good as himself uh, to 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 lead this organization. All right, Kevin. Uh, they got what everybody wanted. They got the second pick in the draft. Who are you taking? A quarterback. <laughs> Right. Um, number one. I mean, and, you know, as long as the the quarterback that they like checks out, because all the stuff we don't know, um, obviously, is the stuff that they will know. We don't get to do the interviews and f- find out, you know, whether or not these are good people or not. But Jaden Daniels was by far and away my favorite player to watch in football this year, period, pro or college. He was just such a dominant player. I thought he was easily the best player in college football. He is skinny, but he's six four, and I think that that. At the, but but I also think there's a chance that when we get to April, he could go number one overall. Mm, really? Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what these teams decide to do. What Chicago decides to do. I assume they're going to take Caleb and trade Fields. I assume that, but who knows? I mean, I don't know. And yeah. I don't, and who knows if Washington likes Caleb better than Drake May? I mean, they might. Right. Whoever comes in might say May's my guy. He's he's three inches taller than Caleb. He's his he's athletic. He's strong. You know, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what these teams do. Jason, who do you like? Because you watch as much I, Saturday football like like I do as Sunday football. The thing, who do you Caleb, like? I think Caleb Williams is probably the best talent, um, but his size kind of worries me a little bit. I think I'd rather take because I don't think May's far behind him. But six four two thirty is hard to look away from, as opposed to six one two ten. Yeah. Um, but Daniels, yeah, I mean Daniels can run too, man. He's oh, he was yeah. really good. I don't know. I, I don't know what these guys look for. I just see what I see on the field, but I don't know anything. You know exactly. But, I mean, all of the stuff that we don't know is the stuff that's going to be the decider. Yeah. You know, it's you know, are they? Do they have the work ethic? Do they love football like they always right. talk about? Are they great in the locker room? You know. Um, all of the intangible stuff because Caleb Williams actually looks Mahomes on the field. Yeah. Um, and Jaden Daniels looks like a cross between Lamar Jackson and I don't know, the, uh, actually Penix Jr. in terms of the way he throws the deep ball. So it's all that other stuff and it's going to come down to personal preference. But I, I would, I would guess at this point, right? They're going to take quarterback very seriously oh, yeah. at number two overall. Yeah. All right, Kevin. Good stuff. You can listen right. to Thank him you, on buddy. the Team Nine Eighty after you, us. It's All the right, Kevin guys, Sheehan soon. Show on Team Nine Eighty. We'll take more of your calls next at eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. Your reaction, Ron Rivera out, and we have a search committee in place, including the two-time NBA Executive of the Year Bob Myers, as well as the ex-Vikings GM Rick Spielman. We'll tackle that next here on the Junkies. All right, we've been talking about Ron Rivera being ousted as the head coach. Of the Washington Commanders on a Misery Monday, presented by Chiniga Miles. Join the mission at careers with MIOS.com. And now you've got a search committee, it seems, headed by guys like Magic Johnson. Mm-hmm. 
an ex-NBA executive of the year in Bob Myers, an ex-GM in Rick Spielman, and a couple of the minority owners that are going to assist Josh Harris in finding the new director of football ops and a head coach. So that's going to be the next couple of weeks. Look, we're in the off season. There's a lot of stuff happening from the head coach to the GM to what they're going to do in the draft. And, and they've I, got the number two pick in the draft. I like the idea of like a super team of guys trying to figure out the next step instead of it just being the owner or the owner and one of his cronies like it would be with Dan Snyder under the old regime. I think this process is going to be better. It's going to be more professional. It's going to attract better candidates, seems, I would think. <clears throat> seems like a right move. Yeah. I mean, the names are the undeniable. Names are, they're impressive. They are. They're Guys impressive. have impressive credentials and resumes. Now, the thing is, if they're going to hire a coach from one of these playoff teams, I think we're in for – we're going to have to just settle down. I think we're going to be in for the long haul here, right? It's okay. I you mean, can be methodical with it. You don't, <clears> you don't need I don't think anything's going to happen tomorrow. overnight. I don't think anything's going to happen overnight. No, I think it's going to take a while. going to take a while. But you can only, and I don't know what the rules are of hire or uh, interviewing. There's a whole bunch of rules. Guys that are still in the postseason. You want to see it? Nikki Jabavala the the <clears throat> other day like retweeted like all the rules. Yeah, and it's like a million hoops you got to. You jump can through. zoom this week. You can do some phone calls and stuff, but but yeah. in person you can't do until they're ousted. I think I don't know. It got it was too much. For, it was overwhelming. When I, saw it. <laughs> I agree. I kind of did the same thing. I kind of did the same <laughs> thing. The interesting thing will be. Whoever they ultimately hire, what type of thinking they will have with the draft pick. Because in the NBA, a lot of the rebuilding teams, they like to stock up on picks. Mm -hmm. And we did see with the trade of Montez Sweat and the trade of Chase Young that at least during the season, they were trying to stock up on picks. And with the second pick in the draft, yes, I think you should go quarterback. But you could also trade down, and maybe, like, Michael Penix has looked pretty damn good, all right? Maybe you could, like, Penix is down the list, yeah. right? Because you start with Caleb Williams and Drake May. Yeah, but if he has another bomb Daniels, game tonight, right. he's going way up I the mean, list. Right, he's he's shooting up. But my point is, maybe your staff likes a Penix and says, we can get him at 12. I'm looking yeah, at SI.com. This is as of yesterday. They've got Penix going eight. Yeah, yeah. But, but I've also from seen him second round, right, right. To now, he's I have seen him as a second round. Ball out tonight, right. no likelihood. Right, right. right. It'll be well, top but five. my point is, you can probably stock up on picks just by trading down a few picks. I'm, Another I'm kinda, team, I'm, I'm, I'm but out again, on trading down. We fought so hard <laughs> to get to two. But again, I'm de- out on trading. It depends down. on what guys they bring in and who they really like. Yeah, maybe you want to trade up, as Cake said before. You could, you could say, hey. Caleb Williams is the real deal. He's Patrick Mahomes. We want to trade up. You don't have to worry about anybody else. You can go secure your guy if you're worried about somebody else swooping in at one. And will you have to give up something? Sure. But you won't have to give up multiple first-round picks. He seems like the safest pick Caleb does of the guys. Like the highest floor, maybe. The lowest floor, whatever the highest ceiling. No, like, like I think he'll be at least decent. Oh. I'm talking about the floor. Some of these guys, it could, it could be total Busteroonies. Of course, I, I think Caleb I mean, actually might be a bit more of a wild card because he's the guy he plays unstructured football. Like he likes to get out and do his own thing. Drake May, on the other hand, he's going to sit there. He's going to play in your system. Strong arm. He's going to be in the pocket probably more. 
There's also something I like about a kid 6'4", 230, as right, opposed to yeah. 6'1", 210. I like that. Also, I JP, just, I mean, Bryce Young's about six foot. <laughs> yeah, but Caleb's built different than Bryce Young. Yeah, I mean, he's a little bit yeah. bigger. Yeah, He's thicker. No doubt. The chance, no one's going to trade down in the first round and then draft a quarterback. It just doesn't happen. Like, you identify your guy and go get him. You can't trade down and then end up losing him to somebody no, We're else. not trading out of that second pick. No, if we you, do anything, we're trading up. We ain't trading down out of that. I wouldn't think so. You, you're trading up to get quarterback. And if, yeah. if you trade down, you're not taking a quarterback <clears> in the first <throat> round. Okay. And, look, again, there are decisions to be made. They might decide, which a lot of the howlers – and I think there are few, you know, fewer every week. But a lot of the howlers believe build up the offensive line first, then get a quarterback. They could well, also that, go that, free agency. That is the problem. Listen, I think they should draft a quarterback. But that, this this offensive line is going to do this quarterback no favors. I mean, they, they, <laughs> well, that's why you have six picks in the top. I believe one hundred and two. I know, but yeah. you can't you, start four rookies. I no, mean, it's going to be a poop you can show. start a rookie or two and add some through free agency, and and revamp it and make it look a lot better. In a year's time, they're gonna take Hopefully. baby steps, man. This is a lot of baby steps. It can't look any worse than the the way Ron Rivera built it. The offensive line. Can I just make something perfectly it's clear? Because I've seen people tweet and they're fired up about Bob Myers. All right, the poll. How could you not like it's, that? It seems do, like. An do you like what idea. Josh Harris has done? It's ninety-two percent yes, eight percent no. Mm-hmm. All right, but some people are saying, "Yeah, I love Bob Myers. He drafted Steph Curry. He drafted Clay Thompson. He did not." Okay, he took over as the GM. They already had Steph Curry. They had Clay Thompson. I believe that Draymond Green may have been part of drafting Draymond Green. Hmm. But his first big move, if you look at it, was he hired Steve Kerr. And that was somewhat controversial because Mark Jackson had had success in Golden State. So, and then he did bring along Kevin Durant to win two more rings. And they won another one, made a lot of personnel moves, but I don't believe he drafted Steph Curry. So he he took Curry's over. draft in two thousand eight. Oh yeah, well he didn't take uh, over until draft for the Wiz. <laughs> so he was still an agent. Getting Randy Foy <laughs> and Mike Miller to deal with the T balls, and I loved it at the time. I was mistaken. <laughs> I I also whiffed on the Steph Curry pick. <laughs> you're going to take ownership that you're mistaken now. Sure, <laughs> I can take ownership of it many many years later. Hmm. All right, let's ban some of these calls. Uh, a lot of people are excited. I, you know, I guess I guess you can be excited. You know, starting all over. Hopefully, it works. <laughs> Let's go. It just seems like a dog. I know you're task. not a big fan of that. It just no. I mean, it, you have no choice. Eb, I'm going to get you fired. You got up. no choice. He said Wait, he's not going to be fired up until eleven wins. No, no, we have no choice. Like I'm not saying keep Ron. Of course, you had to fire Ron. Yeah. But it's just like I don't think people realize how bad we are. We're oh, I do realize it. We are <laughs> horrific. Like, there's, like, no position other than punter, in my mind, is settled. They didn't get a pro bowler. No. That, that to it's me, hard to do. That, to me, really spoke out about the Ron Rivera They've era. had one pro bowler in four years. Let me say this in the kindest way possible. I thought the it was Chase. Trash. I thought Chase Young got the Pro Bowls rookie year. He did. He did. Right. So he how did. many how many total Pro Bowls okay, did he Jeremy had Reeves last year? Jeremy Reeves last year. All right, so maybe a couple. No, the roster is hot garbage. <laughs> yeah. And so we're gonna have a great shiny new head coach and a shiny new quarterback and a shiny new GM. But you need a hundred of the things too. Mm-hmm. Just so we know. You're staring in the mirror and realizing just how 
awful things have gotten. No, I mean, this, uh, that's why. And that's uh, why horrific. this. That's why this sucks to you. Yeah, you look of in the mirror. It sucks. You look, uh, you're seeing back at you as a two. Yeah, you're just you're just you're seeing the fit. You're seeing like the failures, and that's not fun. Well, yeah, but like even with like Jay was here, we had a lot of building blocks. We had a lot of pieces. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, Ron wasted them. It didn't work out. But you know, they lost thirteen out of fifteen games. You know what, Ron? That's hard to do. They went. Two and thirteen down the stretch. That's called tanking and playing. If you call that the right stretch, there. that's well, the bulk of the season. It's yeah, like eighty percent of your season. Two and thirteen. Do you know what Ron's biggest problem was here, <clears throat> besides just being a dinosaur? <laughs> is is that there was absolutely zero player development, it felt like. Right. Like like you they drafted a player and that player kind of stayed the same throughout the his entire tenure here. Like there was no there was no Progressively getting better, gr- mm. building on yeah, things. Well, like Cam Curl was pretty good. I mean, I think that's part that's of it, Valdez. I think the biggest thing is, and he said it last year in his biggest moment of truth. Why hadn't the team progressed yeah, that's, like but the Jamie, other two divisions? Just, he a, said quarterback. That's and just that is easy. The, no, I know, no, but that's it's easy, easy, but it's yeah, the but most how, truthful know, but thing. How do you explain the Chargers? They got Justin Herbert. They, but they haven't been as bad as the Commanders. They got the coach they, fired. They're going they're nowhere. Buffoon head coach. They're going. Turns nowhere. out that head coach is a buffoon. <laughs> he was. But JP, that's yeah. just an, that's just an easy thing. But like Jamin, like Jamin Davis, you, you expect you he expect was a like you just expect you just expect he, him well, to kind of catch on. I'm not disagreeing and, with you, but I'm saying though the biggest factor, the biggest reason that Ron Rivera was a failure is he didn't get the quarterback right. That's a huge. Yeah, it's the number sure. one factor. Well, it's, it's the most important position, so I would it agree is. with that. And, he agree. and he's had ten, ten different quarterbacks. But you know who else butchered it? Like you said, the Steelers butchered it. And they still won ten games. Because they have a, 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 a great coach. head coach, a Hall of they're Fame They're 10-7, and, and they have a negative point differential this year. Yeah. No, that guy he will, wills them he wills to 500. Them. They're built yeah. differently. Well, I mean, like somebody pointed out. Ron was interviewed at halftime. He was like, "Yeah, we're competing pretty good. I'm yeah. kind of happy, but yeah. we're on the verge of getting blown out." Well, he's delusional, you know. And he was like, "Yeah, I'm pretty happy with our compete." You know what? He you didn't know the at the halftime of this Cowboys. last game. Yeah. It was just some. Then he gave up 31 like straight his points. Standard of being happy at halftime. So at halftime, well, that's like the five weeks positive. ago, he was interviewed. They were down like 24 points. He's like, "We need to run the ball more." Right. He should have been fired. He didn't didn't know know they were eliminated from the playoffs last year. (laughs) No, they should have fired him right there. Good riddance. Should have fired him right there. Are you looking for the best seat in the house or your home office? Hmm, Ron, in your home office? It's time to ditch your beat-up chair for a new one before you're riding the pine with a back injury. Look no further than PVI Office Furniture in Frederick, Maryland. PVI has an enormous selection of furniture. Be sure to visit their showroom on Monroe Avenue in Frederick. At PVI, you can expect triple-play service that's fast, affordable, and customer-focused. Hit a home run with PVI. Visit PVIPVI.com. That's PVIPVI.com. Business grows with PVI. Welcome back on a Misery Monday presented by Chaniga Miles. Join the mission at careers with MIOS.com. Obviously, with the news of Ron Rivera being fired, Bob Myers and Rick Spielman being part of a search committee looking for a new president of football ops and head coach, the rest of the NFL takes a back seat, but let me give you a quick Honda huddle mm. driven by your local Honda dealer. Experience power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. See your local Honda dealer. We pointed to the Houston Texans as a team where you can have a quick turnaround, much like the commanders will have this year. They had the number two pick in the draft and took C.J. Stroud, who finished the year with 23 touchdowns and just, this is what jumps out at me, 
Just five, five interceptions. Oh, you're great. Three for 4,108 yards. Um, leads them to the playoffs 10-7 and seven with the first-year head coach in D'Amico Ryans. 10-7, uh, and seven, they get the AFC South title because Jacksonville uh, went to bed. Imploded. I mean, they lost five of their last six games. Lawrence was awful in the last month. Now he's banged up, too, but, man, they was, that's just awful. So and Philadelphia, the- Philadelphia, too, losing five of six. And the way they've lost and some of their injuries that they've got to deal with going into Tampa. It's kind of crazy. Here's one thing I wanted to point out. So <clears throat> the Houston Texans appear to have hit with D'Amico Ryans and C.J. Stroud. Mm-hmm. First year, they're in the playoffs. It can be done in and one Bobby year. And Slower. You'll but see. the predecessors, yeah. Lovey Smith was there for one year, 3-13. Mm-hmm. and 13. David Culley for one year, 4-13. and 13. Before him was Romeo Cornell, who finished out at 4-8 and eight in 12 games. They had Bill O'Brien, who had success for a while as the head coach, but they obviously whiffed on Cornell, Cully, and Lovey Smith before they got to D'Amico Ryans. Now they got their guy. And so, D'Amico Ryans, what but, Lovey Smith, David Cully, and Cornell might say is, we didn't have C.J. Stroud. Right. <laughs> and they had Deshaun Watson. Bill O'Brien yes. had Deshaun Watson, so it's not like they had a 25-year chasm or a 20-year chasm of, of no quarterbacks. So they had a star, and then obviously everything happened with him off the field. Hey, we said we were going to hook the callers throughout the show. We have two tickets to the Wizards game Saturday, January 20th against the Spurs. It is basketball day in the DMV, and the Wizards will be celebrating the importance of youth basketball throughout the night. For tickets and the complete Wizards schedule, visit thefandc.com slash events. But we'll take the 10th caller now at 800-636-1067. So earlier in the show, we each um, had to ship Valdez a dollar because he was closest to predicting the exact time mm-hmm. of Ron Rivera's firing. So we put up a dollar each as to see when the next hiring will be. Ooh. Oh. Hiring of the coach or the GM? Both. I mean, so, no it's, idea. it's so early. I mean, it is, but it'll just pro- throw in a dollar. Um, yeah, of course. We're I, throwing a dart I'm earlier. Be with you, I don't understand all the rules. I looked at it, it's confusing. I don't have the patience. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it's just, it's impossible. It was, yeah, it's shot in the dark. I mean, I, if you really want to do that, it. I mean. I, just, I, I can't do it. I'll, I'll just close my eyes and point to a calendar. I just hope that we have something to Can talk about. Can you read the, um, the the tweet? I forget who it was regarding Don Yee. So Don Jordan, Yee was Jordan hired. Schultz. Jordan Schultz, yeah. Don Yee was hired by Jim Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. He's an NFL <laughs> agent. And people are just connecting the dots that after tonight's game in the national championship, that Harbaugh is going to move back to the NFL a lot too because of you know all these allegations. Um, a lot of people think if Michigan wins the title, it's going to be temporary. It'll be stripped in a couple of years by the NCAA, whatever that means. We'll remember it. Um, Let's but just hope they don't win it. Let's just hope Washington. Is this Jordan them. Schultz? That is this the guy that played in the NFL? I always get confused. There was an offensive lineman, Schultz. I, I, I'm sure. It doesn't sound like it. Um, but maybe. Uh, Jordan but Schultz say, from yeah. the Schultz Report says, okay. uh, sources told the Bleacher Report the commanders are interested in Jim Harbaugh. Bob Myers has already reached out to Agent Don Yee about Harbaugh. Uh, owner Josh Harris hired My- Myers to help lead the search for Washington's new head coach. Man, that Bob Myers works quickly. Wasn't he hired just a few <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. You think he hasn't been on the phone for weeks? Right. Weeks, right? Of course. Point? The whole Again, thing that is confusing is the pro- the way this process is. I'm still a little bit confused. I get it. These guys are on the advisory board, but we've always heard that the correct way to do this is you hire your GM first. So 
That's great. Reach out to all these head coaches, but I thought the GM hires the head coach. Maybe Spielman. Is the advisory maybe board Spielman hire the ultimately is going to be the GM, or he's going to hire the GM with one of his cronies, because we know that's how it works. You hire your guys. That's usually how it works. I, I, look, I was pushing the, the Harbaugh connection. So Tellum grew up in the Bay Area. He was obviously GM of the Golden State Why Warriors. Why do you keep I don't saying Tellum just because that's Tellum who Myers was, worked with? He worked, yes, as a sports agent with Tellum. And then mm-hmm. I think Tellum now is like with the Pistons. And, mm-hmm. But I'm just saying a lot of Bay Area connections and Harbaugh. How far is Stanford from San Francisco? I think don't it's, know. It's, probably, it's probably not far. I don't think it's that far. I just feel like they'd be familiar. I'm not saying they've worked with each other. They haven't worked with each other. Well, we've always thought that they'd be interested in Harbaugh. The thing that made me lean but away. But I like the Bob Myers connections. I like it. Connection. The thing that made me lean away was the report I read yesterday that Harbaugh was already looking for homes in L.A. Yeah, I mean, who we, knows what the yeah. I, I, I know. Early. I like the realtor reports, though. Plus, I'm not realtor. Do you think that Rivera had his home here up in the, mar- up in the market a couple weeks ago? Well, do we know? Who knows? Right. Was he even? Did he even own here? I, I don't know. Mm, not sure. I don't know if Tellum grew up in the Bay Area. I mean, he, he worked. I'm saying Bob Myers did. Oh yeah, okay. but he worked for Tellum, so, who I think was based in San Francisco. He might have been Tellum's from Philly, but he might have been go based after in Harbaugh because Harbaugh is going to want complete control. You know who just had complete control and was fiasco? Ron Rivera. Rivera. I'll be stunned. No, thank you. Yeah, but if they hire a coach to give him complete control, I'll be stunned. Yeah, if they if they roll and you know all what? into one, beyond stunned, if, disappointed. All right, what if Harbaugh said that'll disappoint? I'll me. take the job, but I got to be the GM. You you don't want I'd Harbaugh? Say, here's no. what I would say. Bye. Doors right there. Yeah, I can't. It's too big a job. It's too big. Even though I know it's just fake, it is just sort of title. Right. You and can they have other guys. Do you all can the have work. other guys I, in the office. Other guys do all the work. Look, Ron wasn't a real GM. No, it was a joke. Not. But he, he did just end up hiring a bunch of guys from Carolina. Like he yeah. wasn't really thorough. I would tell him you will have input, but you're not going to have the final call. No chance. If that's what you want. Keep a walking. Uh, they're, they're not. I'll, listen, I said they weren't going to hire Eric, or Eric Bieniemy wasn't going to come here, so I was wrong. Right? <laughs> They're not going to hire a coach slash GM. So that would rule so out one guy, Belichick, Belichick and Harbaugh. It ain't likely. happening. If they hire Harbaugh, then he's going to have to be subservient to a GM on some level. I don't know if he would be willing to do that. Well, that ten million dollars a some, year, you can do anything. He can bring <laughs> someone in he trusts and he's worked sure. with. Hey, why, why can't he do that? Who was his GM when he was in San Francisco? Balky. No, Trent Balky, and they hated each other. <laughs> See? All right, but that's different. I mean, that's a different relationship. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll be stunned. By the way, I also just want to say I've been wrong about a lot of things, right? Wentz didn't work <laughs> out. How did it work out? <laughs> no, but, I mean, you guys just want to pound me for days. About what? Wrong about a lot of things. Yeah. I was never more right than if Eric Bieniemy came here. He would he never, never be the head coach here because if Ron was successful, then he wouldn't get he wouldn't get fired. Right. You know, if he was successful, Ron wouldn't His get fired. His opportunity would be at another team. Yeah, he was never going to be the head coach here. Hey, that and, imposter- if he, and if Ron got fired, he wasn't going to get the gig. That right. imposter EB going to be out of town. Yeah, I got, believe me, I'm working on. You don't have to worry show. about that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So I mean, I got a lot of stuff wrong. I got that one right. <laughs> Well, you'll continue to get the latest on Commander's News throughout the day here on 106.7 The Fan. But Ron Rivera officially out as the head coach. That means there's an opening. Bob Myers, two-time NBA Executive of the Year. Here's Ron swinging his clubs. Hey, I'm jealous. And Rick Spielman in charge. You'll hear more from B. Mitch and Finley next here on The Fan. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.